I agree, Eric. I agree. Me and my awesome chin agree. Yeah, I mean, we're both gonna be like just cranked forward <laughs> the entire time you're gonna see. Looking like a fucking, the fucking yeah. cartoon vulture. Remember from yeah, Louis yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, <laughs> 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 Yeah, so we just came off that uh, that Black Bear song, <laughs> Hot yeah. Girl Bummer, yeah. right? Just uh, just learn what it, uh, that it wasn't called Forget You, which I, I thought, thought it was. I thought it was Fuck You. I thought Hot Girl Summer came from Nicki Minaj. No, so Hot Girl Summer came from the City Girls, but also a big proponent of the Hot Girl Summer was Meg Thee Stallion, Ooh. which, I mean... Getting shot in both feet. That's kind of a hot girl bummer, if you ask me. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> Live in the studio. <laughs> I'm Jimmy Seleski. I'm Eric Glazer. And that and, was uh, Eric's joke. That was the joke of the day. <laughs> no more to follow. We'll also close on that joke. <laughs> we'll close on that joke and that song. We are yeah. here. We're here at the studio. We're fucking, we got a new camera angle. <laughs> yeah, we decided to go for this. We were like, decided to, yeah. Why have three cameras when you can have one? Exactly. <laughs> you know, I always, I ask myself that every time. <laughs> I learned two things here. First thing is, never eat Chipotle before a podcast. I've made this mistake a thousand times. <laughs> Second one is, I did an entire podcast with Scott on the phone before we started this. Yeah, dude. That was an entire thing. Like, we got to like 30 minutes in the conversation. I was like, Scott... I only got so much jaw power in me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and the LOTS fans are expecting something tonight, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so we got this new camera angle. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had some technical difficulties on Monday. Yeah, well. If that's putting it lightly. That's putting it very lightly. <laughs> Basically, my entire life is in shambles, except for this one camera and Eric's computer. <laughs> it literally is. Every time I turn anything on in the studio, it, I find out something else is broken. God damn, for real? Yeah, so apparently to fill you guys in, uh, last Wednesday, I went off to OC, which we can talk about as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, Yeah, you know, with my brother and his... Uh, his his yeah. uh his dorm his neighbor mate. yeah 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 his neighbor in the condo building yeah and uh apparently the day we went out on wednesday it was like huge storms here yeah and it was a huge storm on friday too i feel like it was like very stormy week last week yeah it was it was out of the ordinary mm-hmm. especially for july you think of that stuff for like uh april yeah but i mean this month has been kind of stormy in general i should have seen it coming but also i didn't expect so basically the storm happens I come back to the studio for the first time on Monday because I like kind of continued my OC vacation into the weekend. Yeah, well, because you got back and did like a gig immediately. Yes, yes. And even when I got back, the streets were like fucking like it was a new storm. It was like flooded and all kinds yeah. of shit. And then Saturday was a nice day. Sunday was a nice day because I didn't leave my bed to recover. And then I came back in here on Monday to do Matt and Sig's podcast and I tried to turn on this thing, our new audio video mixer, which I've been telling everyone about. I'm very stoked about it. And then all the HDMI things were completely pink and the fourth one wasn't picking up the computer. And I was like, that's weird. So I'm fucking around with things and I can't get it to work. And then I'm like, 
Well, I guess we'll just, I guess it's maybe I thought it was the heat. I thought maybe yeah. it was just like so hot because it is stifling hot. It That's why we're doing hot. this at night. Yeah. yeah. I texted you earlier. I was like, yo, let's do seven slash eight. And you were like, let's shoot for eight. And I was just like, yeah, I know, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why we always seven slash eight. I know, I know. But still, I just wanted to make it clear because I was like, dude, I'm trying to at least have the sun start to go down when I get there. <laughs> if you guys could only understand how remarkably hot it is. Yeah. Um. So I, so I was like, fuck it. We'll do it the old fashioned way. We'll do it live. So I put the microphones into my scarlet thing my other very expensive piece of equipment wouldn't turn on and that was when i started to realize like oh shit something is going drastically wrong i tried to turn on the tv that didn't work yeah now the weird thing was i turned on the cameras over there and both of them were working mm -hmm. both of them were working when you got when when before we started the podcast miss moon walks over from across the driveway and i'm already in kind of like a bad mood obviously i'm yeah. kind of in a bad mood not a bad mood. I'm kind of like in like half like bewilderment. Like I can't believe what's happening right yeah. now. You're just like, what? Is this like a bad dream? Exactly. Like, what the fuck? Dude. <sighs> yes. And so she comes over and she's talking about like the storm and stuff like that. And she's like, yeah, my hair clippers didn't work, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, okay. This explains something. Like her hair clippers inside didn't work. All of my shit in here is broken. Turns out to the best of my estimations, but not legally binding. Yeah, this is all <laughs> speculation, hypothesis, hypothesizing here. Because also the weird thing was and is is that this camera is working, mm -hmm. your computer works, your speakers work, the fucking fridge started working again. <laughs> the broken fridge works again. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that last part's a lie, but all the mics were like Might literally. As well. It was. It's a weird thing because, like a like a few things everywhere in the studio just yes. stopped working there's no rhyme but or reason to it things plugged into the same thing or mm -hmm. hooked up to wire wise yeah. like they all still like a lot of the stuff still works but yeah. like the the storm was like let me hit them where it hurts <laughs> <laughs> well, the storm took like, the past expensive thing in here Let's yeah blow people, them all up people think in physics that electricity travels this is all just a guess the this path is, of least yeah. resistance but it actually travels the path of most expensiveness that's how lightning travels that's how electricity travels yeah. so the lightning was like came in the studio it was a storm surge i don't think we've said that word yet just so anybody's trying to follow along wonder what the fuck we're talking about my speculation is that it was a power surge that rum rampaged the studio, and now all of our shit is broken. Yeah, all and of it. Everything was plugged into surge protectors. Every like it, it's it's very strange. Mm -hmm. And uh, the fan works. <laughs> fan works. Thank God. <laughs> the fan works, even though it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> it still works. I mean, it's better than the alternative. Yeah, of just it's no better than the alternative air. of the fan working, not working, and all of my other shit working. Yeah. Well, you know how like in an oven, you can either like have a bake. Or mm -hmm. do convection heat, where mm -hmm. then the air circulates all around yeah. it. At least we have the option. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At least we get to get <laughs> the cooked. convection oven. <laughs> but all it's so it's not just like part of our body's getting cooked. All of our we're body's getting, getting confected. Yeah, we're yeah. getting confected right now. Confectionized. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I've been dealing with and and like so so I bought it. The only good thing about this situation is is that I did buy all this stuff so recently that. Pretty much all of it, except for like my Scarlet and the TV over there, pretty much all of it falls under warranty, I think. Yeah. But the problem is that you have, it was literally, like I said to you on the phone, that it's the worst possible thing that could happen at the worst possible time. You try to, I try to call these companies, Sony's customer service is non-existent. 
Yeah, you know, because of pandemic. Yeah, their 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 phone their phone support is down, so they're only taking emails. But I emailed the dude and I was like, "Hey, uh, my camera is not turning on." And then he emails me back and goes, "Hi, Jimmy. I understand that you're not able to take images with your camera." <laughs> Have you tried putting it into like AF mode or something like that? I was yeah. like, yes, I would try that's, that. That's the problem with email customer support. It's all through like a database and they basically have like, you know, all the emails come into a queue and then they assign the queue to all the representatives. And basically what they can do is they'll open your email, look for a keyword, like won't turn on or something. And then they'll be like, okay, click a button. It'll send an automated response. Yeah. yeah. Won't turn on automated it's like one response. one step away from a computer. Just yeah. like badly doing it too. And so it's like, I'm unable, like, and so now I'm only getting like one reply a day. I don't even know if replying to that email does anything. So I replied and I was like, hi, Brian. Thank you for your timely response. But maybe I wasn't clear in that my camera won't turn on. And so I would love to put it in AF mode, but I can't because the screen won't come on. And so I don't even know if that's going to garner a response. I don't know. I don't. I'm so at a loss for like what I'm able to do right now. And I'm so worried that like by time it does get figured out, the warranty's over. And also, I feel like these companies are set up in such a way that like they will go do everything in their capability to avoid honoring the warranty. You know, yeah. Roland, I will say for Roland, they were much, they're contactable. I was on, I was on tech support line with Roland for like two hours yesterday. And it was funny because I call him up and I was sitting at my house. Now all mm-hmm. my stuff is here, but yeah. I just called him up and I was like, well, here's the thing. I don't want to say what I think it is because I feel like if it is what I think it is, then it might, you know, negate me from being able to take the warranty and also we don't know what it is yeah we don't know what it is because also the the thing with the roland was the week before when we just did a solo cast it was like the video feed was glitching like there's some like weird green glitch bars that went across it Mm -hmm. so like and i remember when you ordered it originally you said one of the suppliers you ordered it from was like this is actually a defective unit so we can't sell it to you yes like there was one in stock but it's defective so we can't sell it so like and so they gave me a refund honestly amazon yeah we might have just gotten a defective unit off bat yeah and also like when we started up the computer programs like it was like the fucking things were going off on like different parts of the screen and shit like that there was a lot of things that i just thought like okay like you know Maybe it's something we're doing wrong, but uh, now it just doesn't work at all. But I, I called them up, and I was thinking, like, there's no law that says I have to know what a power surge is. I don't have to know that. <laughs> I can think that. But I'm not going to – when I read your warranty clause, and it specifically says, does not include acts of God, which I thought was a very funny way of putting that in, like, a legal text. Yeah, it's like, yeah. does not include acts of God. And I'm like, well, that pretty much wipes out every possible well, – Dude, it got turned into wine. I don't know what to do with this wine, this very expensive wine. <laughs> We don't cover this acts in, of God. And <laughs> <laughs> you turn it back. Or you turn it back. We don't cover like acts of God. Our repair sir. warehouse is closed to COVID, so <laughs> unfortunately, no. So I'm on the phone with him, and I'm at the house, and my I'm thinking like, okay, I'm not going to tell him what I think it is, but I kind of felt bad for him because now I know that he's running me through all these like things, like okay, so and so I literally like I'm s- literally sitting on the toilet on my yeah, phone, and pretending to press all yes, the buttons. Yeah, he on goes, it he goes like, okay, he's like, okay, so you're in the menu, right? Okay, yeah. Um, so what you're going to do is scroll to USB output. Uh, okay. Um, 
<laughs> yes, and then next what you're going to want to do is turn it off, but then hold the option and the menu button on when you power it on again. <sighs> okay, yeah. All right, I think I got her. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dude, so I'm sitting, I'm sitting on the Yeah, toilet. I think I'm almost done. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, he's like, okay, so you're sitting in front of him? I'm like, yep. He's like, all right, turn it on. I'm like, all right, just give me a second. And I like waited the amount of time that I know it should take. And I'm like, all right, it's up. And he's like, all right, so exactly what you're saying. Exactly what you're saying. Like, go to here, go to there. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> and I made it like, I want to say like 15 minutes in the conversation just off memory. He was like, okay, press this button. And I was like, okay, I remember what comes up when I press that button. So he's like, okay, so what do you see? And I'm like, it says this. And he's like, okay, good. So now I want you to go over to the camera. And like, so I went over to the camera. He was like, tell me what settings the cameras are on. And I'm like, uh, it says, and I don't like know a lot about like resolution and yeah. frame rates and shit. And so I'm just like making shit up. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, so it says uh, 60 FPS. And he's like, does it say 59.94? And I'm like, Oh, yeah, yeah. I was just rounding up, dude. I was yeah, just yeah, rounding yeah. up. <laughs> He's like, okay, cool. So go back to the thing, and I want you to press this button, and um, go to and tell me what mode the board is in. And I'm like, uh, it says auto. And he's like, um, wait, are you on the board right now, or are you still on the camera? And I was like, oh, you know what, dude? I'm sorry. I, I'm still on the camera. Let me go over the board. <laughs> Let me go over the board. And he's like, okay. <laughs> so I walked to the board. <laughs> and I pressed the thing and he's like, I right, press the button. Now, what do you see? And I was like, oh, it says um, system settings. And he's like, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, all right, all right, hold up. Let's, let's take it back. And I'm like, okay, my bad, dude, my bad. And then, so he keeps asking me his questions. I keep giving him the wrong answers. And he's oh, like, fuck. he's like, um, and then he asked me his question. I had no idea. He was like, all right, so tell me what this mode says when you click the button. I was like, and I literally just threw my phone on the floor and started <laughs> kicking it around. <laughs> I was like, just making like a bunch of ruckus and shit. <laughs> just kicking it around. Oh my God. <laughs> and so I'm like fumbling around. And then like 20 seconds later, I pick it up. He's like, are you there? Are you there? And I'm like, oh yeah, dude. Um, uh, hold up, man. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to call you back. Like uh, something's going on right now. And he's like, hold up real quick before you go. Can you just tell me one thing real quick? We're so close. Just one thing. And I'm like, dude, I, I think something, <laughs> I think something's happening right now. I think someone's in my house. <laughs> I was like, I'm really in a rush before I go. What's your extension? And he just paused for like five seconds. And he was like, it's five zero one nine. I'm like, All right, thank you, dude. Thank you. And I hung up and then I drive, I fly to the studio. <laughs> And I call him back up and I put in the extension and a guy picks up and I didn't know it was him. So I go, he's like, okay, so what's the problem today? I'm like, all right. So I go through the whole spiel for like a 20 second spiel. And then, yeah, is and then the same thing you gave him before though. Same exact okay, spiel. Good, good, good. And then he goes, he goes, yeah, I know, dude, we just talked. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, good. Okay, cool. Thanks. And then we started working on it. And yeah. then we were doing all the things. And finally, like, I felt bad because he was doing all this stuff. And finally, like, I knew he was going to come to that conclusion because mm -hmm. finally he had me do, like, it's always, with every piece of equipment, there's always some, like, weird, like, combination of buttons you have to press as you turn it on that, like, brings it into fucking, like, hyper mode. Yeah. So he was like, okay, press this button, that button, and this button, and turn it on. And I was like, okay. And so I did it, and it brought up test mode. And he's like, okay, so run test mode. And I was like, okay, so I ran it. And it brings up a list of like 20 things mm -hmm. and number, and it says, okay, for each of them. But for number seven, 
which said preview, it said NG. And so I was like, okay, so everything says okay, except for number seven, which I'm assuming means no good. Yeah. <laughs> Not good. Uh, no. <laughs> and he was like, oh, geez, like, I think that means like the ports are fried or something like that. And I was like, yes, crazy. I can't believe it either. He's like, yeah, it's so weird that like a thing, like normally that would never happen. They would get fried so quick. And I was like, you're telling me, bro. I can't yeah. believe it either. <laughs> and so then he's like, he's like, so... Oh man, and he was like getting really flustered. Like he yeah. was, and I felt bad. I, he, he was like, really, he was like, oh man, like our service shops are closed right now. Like all of our repair shops are closed, and like, oh, and I was just now I find now I'm leading the conversation. I'm like, yeah. all right, so in the past when I've had equipment malfunction, like I know there's like a main repair shop that's like corporate, but also there's like various authorized repairmen throughout the country that have like the license to work on your equipment. Does that exist? And he's like. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. So I was like, so like, let me level with you here, dude. Like, here's what I'm worried about. And I told him the whole thing about the warranty expiring and all this stuff. And I was like, is there any way that I could just send this back to you and you guys send me another one? Because I'd really like to get the production on the way. And it doesn't seem like there's any other option. He was like, dude, I, I'm, I feel so bad because this is like an unprecedented time. And like, I don't have an answer for you. Damn. And I was like, oh, Jesus. And so finally he was just like, look, I got to talk to, I got to talk to like management. I got to talk to corporate something and figure out what we can do in this situation. Cause I've never had to deal with something like this during this time. And I just don't know what to tell you. So Damn. he took my email down and I was like making sure he got it right. And then he did like the fucking like military spelling, you know, like the military spelling yeah, yeah. where they're like, they're like, all right, Jupiter, Egriego. Melvin, Melvin, Yuma. And I'm like, he's just like saying a bunch of words like I'm supposed to know. Yeah, yeah. Like, luckily I have a boating license, so I am familiar <laughs> with what he was doing. But if I didn't know that, when he yeah. just started rattling off fucking like weird words. Well, also like he's not in the military. I would do the same thing at my tech support job <laughs> and I don't know any of the military things. So I'd be like, uh, James... <laughs> Igor, Moon, Moon, Yagreet, uh, yo, Yahweh, Yahweh, Ulysses, and I'm just like, at the end of it, I was like, I guess you got it, I don't fucking know, and so, I, 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 I'm like, it's such my I told my brother about it today because I literally didn't want to talk about it. I was like, yeah, it was so stressful to me. And like, I still I keep on finding myself in this position where I'm like, why? Like, why? Yeah. yeah. Why did this? Ha like, it's like, but but then it's like I, I always the only way I can ever deal with that is two things. First thing I look at is going, look, it's not your fault, yeah. even though even though there are precautions I could have taken, such as unplugging all of my equipment or getting a lightning grade power surge protector, I was an idiot to think that a surge protector protected against From surges. Surge. Yeah. 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 But apparently that's like, you know, how like a refrigerator is just like a brand name. Like surge protector is just a power strip. Really? I don't know. I'm assuming because oh, okay. it didn't protect my shit from anything. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So like there's things that I could have done to prevent it. But also, it's still one of those things where it's it's kind of the same situation where last year my car or two years ago, I parked my car in Upper Fells. I was staying over somebody's place, and somebody broke in my car, 
And uh, my parents were, and that was the same day I was supposed to move into my new apartment. So I was mm-hmm. like moving out of my parents, and uh, I get there late because I'm driving up six nine. I'm driving up eighty three, as you like to call the no Beltway. Window. No window. It's the dead of winter. I'm freezing yeah. cold. There's glass blowing around in my fucking car. <laughs> I'm just fucking just sitting there. Just unbelievable. Yeah. And uh, trying to figure out how to park your car so yes. your parents can't see it. Yes, yes. And I <laughs> the left my <entire> ride up. <laughs> Where can I park? I left my wallet in my cup holder that night. Oh shit. But the thing is, they didn't steal my wallet. Yeah. But my parents didn't care about the fact that my car was broken into. They were just like, You fucking idiot. You left your wallet in the cup holder. Blah blah blah. You're so fucking dumb. So it's like whenever stuff happens like this, I always am trained to think like, this is your fault. You could have done this. You could have done that. But also, it's just one of those freak incidents that, like, I yeah. don't... I mean, I was telling you, like, for it to happen is, like, one in a million. But then for it to also happen mid-pandemic, yes. right after you bought all the shit, one that's, like, trillion. one in a trillion, yeah. dude. And I'm not it's gonna, literally insane. It feels like a dream. And, like, it feels like one of those... And I'm not going to lie. When we were sitting... When we were, when you first came over... Because I remember when I first found out, well, I called you You up. called me, yeah. And then I was, like... Because part of me still, like... Because a couple weeks ago, you had an issue with the Scarlet, too, where, like, the same thing, like, Matt and Six podcast, like, mid-recording, like, power went out and came back on, and then your Scarlet didn't come back on. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, oh, yeah, just like, have you tried flicking it on and off again? And you're like <laughs> flicking it on and off again. And then you did it and it worked. So like in the back of my head, I wasn't even thinking the worst yet just because like mm-hmm. I was like, I wonder if it's just like maybe the the plug is weird or like, you know, let's go through all the fucking tests or whatever. And then when I got out here, I was like, what? Yeah. Because it like, I mean, we went over it before, but it was like it just like selectively weird like it wasn't all one side or mm-hmm. everything or yeah. all the other side it was like no let's do let's do this guy yeah let's do that guy let's do this 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 but i will say it's i'm slowly starting to realize that more and more of my stuff is broken like for instance here i thought my keyboard was fine but then i was trying to fuck with it yesterday and oh weird Can you guys hear that? That's the sound yeah. of fuck me. Damn, dude. Fuck me. That I've You've had, had that, that since keyboard, I was yeah. eight. Jeez, my grandmother got me that, that, and it was MIDI compatible. It's almost twenty years old. Yeah, That's it made crazy. it that far, and like the only thing that survived was the fucking Boost the Mobile Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi adapter, <laughs> the extender, not even a router. Yeah, the Wi-Fi extender that made it, and like, like I think one of the USB ports on my computer is fucked but not the other ones so like Weird. one out of four if i plug something in my computer gives me like it's using too much power i guess because it's charged up with lightning <laughs> <laughs> no that's just the lightning cable yeah, that's, that's the, the apple light- lightning cable <laughs> which like look again i always it's hard for me i'm not gonna lie when we first came over and we were sitting there and you were trying to do some stuff and i just at that point i had just given up and i was sitting on the couch just yeah. stewing and i i i do this thing a lot because i have like lucid dreams and things like that and sometimes in my dreams i'll something really terrible will happen like if i'm like driving on a road i have a lot of dreams where i'm like driving on a road and i like am about to crash into something and while i'm about to crash into it i can make myself wake up yeah and i was sitting there on the on the couch and yeah. while you were fixing stuff i was closing my eyes and i was like 
just wake up. <laughs> this can't be oh happening. My God, dude. I was, but look, oh. look. It's you, that makes me sad. The only I'm thing, sorry. <laughs> the only thing you can ever take away from these things is a. It's it's not really my fault, but B, even if it is, it could be worse. It could yeah. be so much worse. Like you know, like my computer still is working. And if that would have gone, I would have that would have been mortifying because I have so many songs and different files yeah. and shit like that. I mean, I it. assume hopefully you like back shit up now. I got it. Uh, there's not enough space on my uh, the portable shit, drive, so I'm gonna I'm gonna back it up as soon as I I gotta just take some of that shit off because I don't need it, yeah. and then I'll back it up. But like it, you know, I I always it's just like you know, there's so many other things that could have happened. Like I could have gotten in a car accident. I could have been paralyzed i could have there's so many things that happen to people in life that like this happened to me and so it's like that's that's just what happened yeah it could be worse yeah and i think i mean like you said earlier like the blessing is that like it all the stuff is still under warranty um but, but also, it's you know it's just like a weird time for it to happen yeah. just because like literally all the repair shops are closed down half a tech support is gutted Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Well, the blessing is I, I I have to look at these things because I always feel like this kind of stuff happens where like I'll, I'll I'll take a step forward and then I take two steps back. But it's not. It wasn't two steps. It was. It but was you like, aren't taking the steps. Yeah. Like the ground literally underneath <laughs> your feet just fucking slid yeah. back, landslided me <laughs> yeah. back. But I, that was this was like eight steps forward and seven steps back. Yeah. And like to me i look at that as like okay like the only Still thing progress. the only thing you can do in these situations is accept the reality and i i've accepted it and this is what happened and it's a it, you know it's going to be something that i don't know when or how it's going to be solved but i know we're going to solve it and i yeah. know that you know we're going to get things going the way we had planned to get going before and it's a big fucking bump in the road but like it just is what it is. Yeah. I say a billion times. It is what it is. And I read. This I was, is this is our second wave of COVID. <laughs> we thought we were just getting over it. We got all the equipment set up, yeah. and immediately when we start using it, yeah, everything breaks. <laughs> I got hit with a power surge pandemic with a fucking ninety percent mortality rate for my equipment, dude. That's that's a goddamn pandemic that's right unreal. there. That's unreal. But you know, I read I read an article today. I've been avoiding I've been avoiding anything with video on it. Like whenever I watch. I'm I'm very much like that. Like if like if and I think everybody's like this. Like yeah. if it, if something reminds you of something, you just try to avoid it. You're like yeah. fuck this. It's like, like it's like all the equipment broke up with you. Yeah, and exactly. Then you're like I can't even think about that stuff right now. <laughs> My equipment liked that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me, my equipment would do that all the time. <laughs> this is our thing. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and so I've been avoiding that. But then I was I was browsing Facebook and I read this article about uh, this kid, nine year old kid. They call him Big Mo. Ah, uh, dude, read about so that. He's I think he's fourteen. Is he fourteen? Uh, and then, uh, Orioles fan kid. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I was reading it and like, it literally like, dude, I, I read that cause he unfortunately passed away yes. this week. Not before being inducted into the yeah, Orioles hall of fame I as a super like, fan, which is awesome. Straight up like on his deathbed, <laughs> on his deathbed, he got into the Orioles hall of fame, which is like very nice. That made me well up a little but bit. Dude. Yeah. I was literally crying yeah. the other night. Mm-hmm. I saw the news. The news didn't 
hit me like that but then like i saw the videos that like the orioles and the ravens and like news stations were putting out mm-hmm. and i was like god damn it this kid is like he's just like you know taking everything with stride mm-hmm. and like still coming out happy yeah and on and then you know to tragically pass away at 14 yeah like it was it all hit me it at was once. it was very it was yeah it hit me the same way and and those type of things were when so when i was younger and i would i would tell my parents about stuff that happened and just like complain about shit and my dad would always he'd listen to me first and then he'd be like and then at a certain point he'd be like all right well you want me to take you down to the cancer ward at johns hopkins and you can tell all those kids about this problem that you're dealing with right now and i'd be like and then it would put things in perspective yeah and it's like it sounds harsh but like it was kind of a good way of looking. When I read that article and I saw like this kid, he, you know, his dream was to have like a sports talk radio show and all this stuff. And it was like, how lucky are we that this is our problem? Yeah. You know, like this sure. kid, it, you know, this kid, it, he would kill to have this problem. Yeah. And there's so many people that would kill to have this be their problem. So that, and that aspect. I'm positive, man. Yeah, you for know, sure. We're still recording the fucking podcast. Yeah, dude. Regardless of acts it. of God, baby. Regardless of <laughs> our suspected acts. And <laughs> this is not, we're not liable for anything we say on this <laughs> podcast. This is all fiction. Yeah, this is a satirical podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, shouts out Big Mo, dude. That, that, that article really put things in perspective for me. And that's, that's crucial in these trying yeah, times. For sure. Yeah, you know, just uh, just his outlook and his positivity, I think, uh, you know, that's going to... He he definitely impacted a lot of people Yeah, in his uh, short time here. Mm-hmm. Even just the ability to be an Orioles fan, as much as we suck, dude, they, even that is commendable. Yeah. But, uh, well, and it was nice to see, like, you know, you never know how, like, um, you know, because, like, athletes are essentially, like, celebrities, so, like... Mm-hmm. They always have that thing where it's like you never want to eat, meet your idols because mm-hmm. they might let you down. Yeah. But it seemed like everyone who interacted with him was like genuinely. Yeah. You know. It's impossible not to be, dude. It just it just brings you to this place where you suddenly there's always those moments that bring you to a place where it just takes everything back. And it happens to me like every time, really anytime I see like a handicapped person or anything like that. My immediate thought is just like I always get struck with that like well just like thankfulness just oh like, yeah like thank God that is not me yeah and it makes me, yeah exactly it sounds it sucks to say it like, sucks, thank God it's, and like but it like you know seeing that and it's like fuck like that could be me someday mm-hmm. but also like thank God for the things I have now yes that I am not that you ever listen to that Christmas song it's actually a good song but it's kind of like the lyrics are weird but that like uh, no it's weird. Uh, we both think that way, but also like the most, like the cities with like the most liberal people, um, and the most progressive ideas, they have the worst homeless problems. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that just struck me. Yeah, but also like, do those people not see all those homeless people every day and mm-hmm. like be like, I don't know. Well, I, it's. I, I, I will say that like like Portland, for instance, is like one of those things where it's like I almost feel like it's a sense of detachment and like a sense of like, for instance, like Portland being like the most like progressive city probably in the country. But also they're also like, aren't they like, isn't it just a whole bunch of fucking white people over there, too? 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's like when people, they're like, ah, oh, fuck this place. I want to get to a place that's like more dive, like more progressive. And then they just move to the whitest fucking place yeah. on the planet. And it's like, sounds like you're moving away. It sounds like you're white flighting, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they have to wait for the gay people to move into the black neighborhood. Yes. Before that they can move in and then make it exclusively white. Again. Yes. And then just kick every other race out. But they're like, but it's in the city. <laughs> it's and in the city s- means black people. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will be voting for Joe Biden. <laughs> and you, dude, you need, dude, I love, I love when gay people are in the neighborhood, dude. I walked into Chipotle today. Uh, biggest mistake of my life in terms of how it affected me later. But I walked in and the, the gay black guy behind the counter was like, hi, Mr. Tealin Whiskey. And I was like. Oh, <laughs> I was like, hey, man, <laughs> I was feeling like shit when I walked in, bro. But he knew your drink order at a bar or no. OK, the, the shirt. Okay, he the, was staring the at these pecs, bro. He was, he was okay, checking okay. me out. OK, he was checking me out. OK, dude. OK. I think it was because the mask. Did you have the shades on? I didn't, but I yeah, had the mask on, your... the mouth shades. Yeah, the mouth shades, <laughs> which has been working wonders for me. dude. I've been catching a couple eyes at the gym, Ooh. but only when I'm wearing the mask. Interesting. I should be wearing the mask for this podcast. My chin is looking weak right now, bro. <laughs> I think my chin what do you weak. think it is? I really do think I just have nice eyes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which is why I'm covering them up. Well, you got nice eyes and a good head of hair. Yeah, so exactly. So it, it covers your, I guess, nose and mouth and chin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I so was... interesting. So people like two-fifths of your face. Yeah. And, and now it's the perfect time. Perfect time. Well, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I think I said it the other week, but like, I think a lot of people are going to like, I think masks are going to be the new beards for like, kind of like skinny fat white people Mm -hmm. to like hide their non-pronounced chin. You know what I mean? Yes. Because the mask is just a chin. Mm -hmm. It's it. And it helps the people who can't grow beards. (laughs) Like (laughs) us. Us. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We can't find solace in a beard to hide our like double chin if we open our face too hard. That's all the, all the mandatory mask people are just weak chin. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No beard growing motherfuckers, dude. No jawline. Fucking too many Twinkies. Yeah, dude. Take a fucking blue chew. Watch Alex Jones. Get some alpha brain. You're good to go, bro. (laughs) Grow that fucking chin, baby. Blue chin. (laughs) Uh. Yeah, man. It's uh, I was at the gym today and or actually yesterday I was at the gym and um, they have now they've changed it. You have to wear a mask while you're working out, too. And I was like, I don't know if I can even do it. Like I was like, yeah, I feel like that's going to be hard. Extremely hard. Extreme. I was literally on a machine, like dying. And one of the employees came up to me and was just like, and I didn't know what he was. I thought he was like deaf or something. I was like, what does this mean again in sign language? I don't He's know. He's like, do you want a cigarette? It's kind of <laughs> weird to be asking me that at the gym, but sure. It's like, yeah, I'll take one. But like, <laughs> certainly use one right now. But And then he was like, mask. And I was like, even when I'm working out, and he was like, He's especially like especially when you're working <laughs> especially out. Especially when you're working. I was like, dude, I don't even know. I've noticed that there's way less people at the gym now since they invoked that rule. Because I think so many people are just like, I can't. I see people on the treadmill working yeah, it's out. It's gotta mass. be hard. You can't do that. That's you not, like can't breathe. It's not healthy, bro. Because you're just like breathing in the same exhaled air over. You're just gonna like pass out. Mm-hmm. And they're making tons of money off the vending machine now since they shut off the water fountains. Now I'm buying like three Gatorades per trip. Damn, their Gatorades are like two fifty. 
I'm fucking, Do you think that's going to be a thing after all this goes away? You think there's not going to be any public water fountains anymore? I don't think there should have ever been public water fountains. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a major oversight in society. I don't know. I think for like parks and stuff, it's nice. Are you drinking out of a public water fountain though? Like, I mean, dude, I haven't drank. Like, let's be clear. <laughs> Only Let me be premium clear. Brita filtered water for yeah. me for the last, you yeah. know, five or so years. But, you know, when I was a kid playing rec baseball or whatever, I'd hit the fucking the water fountain on the field. I remember when we were very young in elementary school age, I remember the water fountain, the outdoor water fountain, the one that it's like a big metal thing with like the metal shell covering. Yeah. It and then like you a ha- weird turtle green. Yeah. And at the time you're like fucking like you're like six years old and you have to put like your entire body weight on the rusty yeah, ass the pedal. Rusty ass pedal. <laughs> you just fucking uh, yeah. and then you get like some warm metal flavored water. Yeah. And you're like, because well, oh, that water always tasted like hose water to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's weird to think because like if you drink hose water at your like house, mm-hmm. it's like it's still coming in from the same line your drinking water is coming into, but for some reason it just tastes like hose water. Yeah, well, it's coming through eight, 18 feet of hose. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. And With, I guess just, there's just like old water that collects yeah, in there. And so then you get that all at the beginning. Spiders crawling up there yeah. and fucking making nests <laughs> and laying eggs for centipedes and all kinds yeah. of crazy things going on in this hose. And you're like, ooh, I'm thirsty. <laughs> you fucking just fucking turn it on. But it's weird because like I get in like weird mode. So it's like if I'm inside, I am a diva when it comes to water. Like really? I am a diva when so it comes to inside water. What about those water fountains where you can put a water bottle underneath of it and fill it up? I don't Do you like, like them. those. Really? No. I like those. I would sooner drink out of a I all I'm a diva, but I'm like I would I, I will drink out of those if it's the only option, but I'd actually prefer a regular water fountain, even though a regular water fountain is objectively grosser. I don't know really? what it is. Interesting. And like if I think I'm, some water fountain water can be like really good though. I I I'll drink. Okay, so here's how weird I am. I will. I have to. If I'm in my apartment, if I'm in my own house, I expect a certain level of water. Yeah. And that level of water is Brita filtered in my fridge, poured into a cup. Yeah. If I run out of water in that, I will not drink out of my kitchen faucet. I will oh, yeah, go I downstairs do to the public water fountain in the lobby and drink out of that <laughs> no objective sense no objective it's sense the same there. water it makes no sense i'm like i'm not gonna drink out of this faucet where only me and my brother have been drink- if yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go downstairs where every single person in Towson walks can dr- by and yeah. farts on it and but, <laughs> but that's because it really is like it's like um surroundings it's like like if i'm outside i will drink out of a fucking stream like I will drink out of a stream and just do it. What? I will throw water on my face. Like if that I'm thirsty on a that's so much more unsafe than drinking out of a park water fountain. Drinking out of my kitchen faucet? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I just mean like drinking out of a stream, dude. There's like bacteria and shit in there. There's like those uh, the hook fish that climb up your penis. Yeah. Well, that's why I don't put my dick in the water <laughs> when I drink. Yeah, you don't use it as a trunk. It's like an <laughs> elephant. But Suck it, it up and shoot it into your mouth. It's like it's like this. So if I'm in my apartment, that's the level I expect. If I'm in a public building, I I lower my ex- expectations to a water fountain. If I'm outside, I'll drink out of a hose. I'm not going to drink out of a hose if I'm inside. 
But if I'm outside, all of a sudden my body just goes in this different mode where it's like, okay, this is the best possible option we have. If I'm in the woods, I'll, like I said, I'll drink out of the stream. And people that would sooner drink out of a park fountain or like a like something like that, I look at that and I'm like, dude, fucking homeless people are like washing their feet and that shit and stuff like that. Like you don't know what the fuck's going on. At least in the stream, like I rest on this. For the entire dawn of civilization, yeah. from the entire history of animal kind, we were drinking out of fucking streams. Up until we had indoor plumbing and running water, you were running out to a fucking well with a bucket, dipping it in the ground, getting some fucking water, and using that for everything. Would you, let me ask this, sorry to interject, but would you drink out of the Ganges River? Um, depends on what the Ganges River is. <laughs> so that's the one in India where people bathe in it. Mm-hmm. Send the dead bodies down it. Okay. Uh, I think some people drink out of it. Um, and then also a lot of people go to the bathroom in it. Uh, I'm going to say no on that one. Okay. Now no. imagine <laughs> instead of people doing it, animals are doing that in the stream. Yeah, but how often does a fucking animal just throw its own dead body in the stream and then walk into it and take a piss and all the other shit. Like, if it's running water, dude, if you're in a mountain and it's running water, I feel like that's the cleanest water. Or actually, well water's the cleanest water, I think. Hmm. But, like, if you're on a mountain, like, that shit just hit the ground. Like, rain is, if you're in a mountain and there's a stream going down the mountain, it hasn't even made it to people yet. Like, it hits the mountaintop and then just starts all running down. And if you get in there first, you're good. Bugs haven't even had time to get in there. But where on... Okay, so now we got to set this hypothetical up even further. Okay. What stream and then how far up the mountain are you? Okay. (laughs) When you drink the water. Um, Okay. (laughs) Uh, The bigger stream, the better. Okay. Has to be running. The faster, the better. I'm not drinking out of a stagnant part. Okay. The water has to be like white water rafting. Okay. And I will take my hands and just fucking throw it in my face get a sip in something like that okay i feel like that's safe dude i feel like that option is safe but when i was thinking you drinking out of a stream i was imagining a very tiny stream going through just a bunch of rocks like at towson high school yeah like towson high school stream would you drink out of that stream i have like washed my face and stuff in it and all kinds of stuff that's not that yeah i mean that's like going for a swim in lock raven it's like same fucking shit probably safer i mean yeah yeah but like yeah, I probably wouldn't do that because it's in a it's in a fucking like urban environment. Yeah. Like I know that like one block over a bunch of college kids are throwing their fucking roaches and natty light cans in the fucking stream. Yeah. And I'm over there getting fucking drunk off of <laughs> on a <laughs> residual. run. <laughs> residual. <laughs> so I mean, there really is there really is no rhyme or reason. There's a lot of stuff, you know, I've talked about it before. I, I don't drink out of plastic cups. Just don't. There's yeah. no rhyme or reason to that. I try to justify rhymes or reasons to it. Like Tupperware, won't eat out of Tupperware. Mm. But I think, like, in my head it makes sense because it's like, okay, a plastic cup, if you have it for too long, it starts to get those, like, f- like frayed edges and shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is that still uh, recording? Yeah, I'm just checking to see what, um, what the battery's like. I might try to plug it down. Oh, True. True. Technic talk. Hmm. I have like a billion extension cords around here. Something's got to. Oh, there you go. 
Perfect. I'm actually quite impressed. This angle doesn't look bad. Like, it looks like it's cool, and it's it's interesting to have, like, the monitor screen in the background as well. Golden Goose, baby. We're back. All right. Where Just we? wanted to plug the power into the camera yeah, real quick. Our one working camera. Can't let that one die. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, where the fuck was I talking? Oh, I was talking about, like, plastics. Like, like, with plastic, it makes sense to me because if you take, like, a cup and you have it forever, it starts to get those... You know how, like, you take a plastic cup and it starts to get, like, weird frayed edges around the, the rim and stuff? Or, like, even with Tupperware where, like, no matter how many times you watch it, it gets that, like, red stain yeah, from like spaghetti sauce. sauce and it's like leaches in or whatever. You can't tell me that's clean. Yeah. You can't hand me a cup that is all porous and scraped up and shit and then fucking, like, give me a cup of water and it's like... I can see like the little scraggly phrase in the water. I'm like, just, yeah, just like, take just, like lemon pulp left over or something. If I, yeah, if I'm at, if I'm at somebody's house and I'm super hungover, I have gone nights where I just went into pure dehydration. Really? As, as opposed to getting water out of their faucet. Cause I didn't trust their sink. That's so Cause they funny. had like a dish in it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's ridiculous, dude. It's ridiculous. You think like the water drains up through the faucet <laughs> or something or what? <laughs> I just I feel like I feel like I feel like I'm actually woke when it comes to germs because I've had a lot of weird aversions from the time I was young and I really do think they make sense. Like I really do think a lot of the kitchen sink stuff makes sense because it's like People are washing their dishes in there. All their fucking dirty food is sitting there. They run the water and the fucking food splashes up. And yeah, you got some yeah. dirty dishwater splashing back it's up. Like in the dirty fall. raw chicken cutting board juice going everywhere. Exactly. It's like yeah, yeah. you can't tell me that that's sanitary. No. Nah. I'm not doing that. You know? And I've always been like that. And now, like, now we're in this shit. And I'm like, dude, I've always been avoiding plastic <laughs> cups. Even though that's not a recommendation. For this thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why would I wear a mask when I don't drink out of my kitchen faucet? Why would I do that? <laughs> Listen, I don't need to worry about this virus. I already don't eat my leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I've been drinking out of Lock Raven for years, baby. It's our water supply. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm going straight to the source. I'm not fucking getting it once it's contaminated With by all of our fluoride. Fluoride. Fucking. <laughs> after it's cleaned. Pipes. and the, Takes all the vitamins out of it. Goes through all those dirty filters <laughs> that fucking put shit into it. <laughs> not doing that. It's amazing that, like, that is a weird thing because they do put fluoride in our water and they just kind of do it. And, yeah. like, I don't even think about it, but, like, our teeth probably would be fucked up if they didn't do it. Oh, for sure. Like, they were just like, dude, we're just going to put this thing in it because your teeth are fucked up if you don't do this. Yeah. And it's like, well, what's, I know there's like a conspiracy around fluoride. You think like mind controls you or something? Yeah, like it, it like calcifies your pineal gland or some shit. Oh, really? Yeah. Or just makes it whiter. I don't know. I've, I I don't... what. Oh, you know what? The huh. pineal gland is the one that makes you go through puberty, right? Uh, I don't know. It's like I think it's supposed to be something with, like, um, psychedelics, to be honest. So, oh, you know what? You're right. You're right. Because that yeah. is a thing that, like, when you take, like, a hallucinogenic substance... So maybe it calcifies it. Maybe it's so, so you become less creative and more subservient. Really? 
I don't know. <laughs> and then <laughs> we're kind of just spitballing this conspiracy now. Well, but I think those were the keystones of it. It's a common conspiracy, and it's also the same reason why, uh, you know, they say like why why like psychedelic drugs are illegal. Like why why can't I do shrooms? Why can't I do shrooms? You know, I feel like the easiest law ever should just be if it grows naturally. I don't understand why I can't have it. I don't know. But then people are going to figure out how to like illegally grow like heroin in like off of a plant or something. Well, I mean, that, I guess that already happens. Yeah. Well, that's where it comes from. Fucking yeah, opium, right? Yeah. But yeah. like, even with that, is that is kind of where I'm the argument of, falls like, a apart. With a bunch of little baggies hanging yeah. from it. <laughs> that is kind of where the argument falls apart once you get into like heroin and shit because it's like. Well, heroin is natural. I mean, the same thing with cocaine, I guess, to a certain extent. Yeah, the but only the only like chemically made drug is really LSD, right? Well, LSD, yeah, but cocaine. I used to think cocaine was natural until I watched how it's made, and it's oh, literally yeah, like, it's like washed in gasoline. Yeah, it, like it, like they take it from <laughs> they dry it in rat poison, and then they, they, they do another dose of gasoline for good measure. <laughs> they literally to do even out the rat poison. That's why. That's why they call it gasolina. In yeah. like Latin Latin America, because it literally that's how they make it. They they, well, they use the gasoline as the extraction. Yeah, as yeah. the ether, as they call yeah, it. Yeah. And so I always thought cocaine was natural until I watched that. Because I remember I did it one time, and, and my ex was like, "I can't believe you did that. That's like so unhealthy." I was like, "But it's natural." And she was like, "It is not natural." And I was like, "Oh," and I was like, "Are you kidding me? You chewed on a coca plant when you went to fucking Bolivia." <laughs> I can't do a couple yeah, lines. Like Thirty coca plants <laughs> in that one line. <laughs> but then, like, should coca plants be illegal? I don't know, dude. I'm drinking Coca Cola right now. Exactly. I'd be a little mad. <laughs> that is. I mean, that's another thing. Like, they. I used mean, so basically, also the thing was, I think Coca Cola like somehow extracts cocaine from the coca plant. What are they doing with all that extra cocaine lying around? And what are they doing with all that extra Coca-Cola? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. That, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. First of all, Coca-Cola was probably a primary funder of the cocaine industry back when they were using it for their fucking shit. And they yeah. were putting it in there, and they had this drink that everybody fucking loved. And everybody loved it because they were putting fucking cocaine in it. Yeah. Like, if you think about it, who came up with the flavor of Coke? Like, the flavor of Coke is what? I don't know. It's a distinct it's like flavor. A, yeah, it's a very distinct flavor, but I wouldn't know. It's I think it's cola, yeah. whatever cola is. I think cola just means fucking like soda or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Because you can have cola anything. You can have Pepsi cola. True. <laughs> you can have. <laughs> yeah, that's the only other cola. But I can also, think. yeah, fuck. But yeah. like the person Pepsi, who invented Pepsi is weird because it has. They both similar. They taste the same, pretty much Coke and Pepsi. But Pepsi almost has like a weird, like sweet vanilla hint to it, or something. Yeah. Even in the normal version, mm -hmm. not like vanilla Pepsi, but like even in the regular Pepsi, yes. I feel like there's like a hint of vanilla. But also, yeah, I don't know. Coca Cola, I'd have to say, it kind of tastes like definitely just sugar, but also yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. It's not like when I think of flavors. 
I feel like okay, so like Sprite is lemon lime. Yeah, like you can tell that's lemon modeled lime. after stuff. Like ginger ale, you can taste a little bit of the ginger. Ginger, yeah, yeah. Orange soda tastes like orange, orange. a little bit, a little, bit. but not too much. <laughs> not too much. Oranges don't even taste that great to begin with. That's true. They gotta even, make it better. <laughs> so you take like a regular a regular thing if you're inventing something, like if you're cooking something, you put in a bunch of natural flavors. But the guy who invented Coke was just like, dude, I just feel like I could just put a whole bunch of shit in here, and people will like it. And yeah. I'm going to invent a new flavor. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think Coke originally started off as like some sort of like almost like a snake oil thing. Like it was supposed to be like medicinal. Mm hmm. Which I feel is like I watched some drunk about. history episode. Yeah, on I know. That's kind of what I'm half remembering. Yeah. I'm like going off of fucking drunk history right now, <laughs> yeah. dude. which is not a bad way to learn stuff. I mean, it's not like I- I'm so glad that we have the technology that we have now because I've watched so many documentaries in the past week. Like I'm, I've been, I've been waking up at ten now, which is huge for me. Yeah. By waking up, I mean like literally just opening my eyes and laying in bed for thirty minutes, like browsing my phone to see how many one notification I got on Instagram. I gotta start doing that. And then, but it's just like, so I, I'll get out of bed and then I'll just go make myself a cup of coffee, sit on the couch, and just watch like what I want to learn about today, and just pop on an hour long documentary and just watch it. And at the end of it, I already know more about this thing. Than the average person. Yeah, I don't know as much of about it as like a the guy who interviewed in the documentary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, you never see it. You never, you never see in those documentaries the thing like John Smith, guy who watched this documentary, as <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the guy speaking in the documentary. Like, I'm never going to be asked to be in a documentary about something about that. But like, for a person in another generation, they would have had to like go to the library, get a book about it, care enough to do all that. And then read like a like it takes so long to read a book. Yeah, I would still be reading a book about the French Revolution from two weeks ago, and I would and but like I'd be getting a lot more thorough knowledge about that one subject, but I would completely have not gotten all the other knowledge I have. You know. Yeah. So, I I think as long as like like with drunk history and stuff, it's like you you watch something like that and you learn stuff and like yeah, obviously it's not like exactly what happened and obviously it's funny, but like. That stuff's cool. I like that shit. You know, it's a good show. I forget how we got there. Mm. Oh, about natural drugs. Drugs being natural. About them putting fluoride in our water to calcify our pineal glands yeah. so that we don't think outside the box. And that's why you drink out of streams. Yes, because when I drink <laughs> out of streams, I'm creative. I'm fucking <laughs> creative, dude. I fucking drink out of streams. I'm like, I have an idea. I'll go drink out of my faucet. Yeah. yeah my stomach hurts. Is that what creativity is? I don't know. Maybe all the calciums sink into my stomach from my pineal gland now. I don't know. I feel bad. I feel bad. And maybe that's what they were trying to protect me from. Oh, man. Speaking of being protected, had a nice beach trip with your yeah. brother last week. That was fun. Um, went into it expecting, because, um, you know, watching the news... Uh, I feel like Ocean City is making like national news for being like like so crowded. Ocean and, like, City, ground zero for coronavirus. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. uh, I don't know, because I went there and bars were closing at ten, just like they were in Baltimore County, Baltimore City, and like there wasn't a ton of people there. Like it was mm-hmm. no more crowded than any other bar I was at. Now, granted, we went down Wednesday to Friday, so maybe the weekends are different. Yeah. But it's also like, it's a it's a beach town, so like there's usually a good, so- most people... Yeah, there's they- like a, there's a population that's yeah lives there. And then there's also people that go down for week vacations. Like most people don't just do day trips. I feel like people our age do 
I mean, weekend trips, day trips and stuff just to do it. But like families and people, they'll go out for a week, especially if you're not from here. If you're not from yeah. here, you go to Ocean City. It's like, you know, I'm not driving six hours to stay there for two fucking days, you know, but like stay there for three days. Yeah. Stay there for three days. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I went. It was, it was a great time. It was a great time. And like uh, it was kind of disappointing, though, because like. It, well, it wasn't disappointing. It was understandable. I did get hit with the dress code. I thought I should drop that. I walked up to the thing. I walked up to Secrets and uh, Black Bouncer. So I was like, he's going to discriminate against me. I just know it. And I walk <laughs> up to <laughs> I just know it. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> and I walk up and uh, I was wearing my white T-shirt, obviously. And uh, he was, he's like, it's nighttime. And so he's like looking at flashing a light and he flashes a light on my shirt. He's like, what color is that shirt, boss? And I was like, I'd say it's like sky blue. <laughs> 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 and he was like, looks pretty white to me. And I was like, oh, geez. And he's like, all right, yeah, man, you can't come in here with that shirt. And I was like, <sighs> and so then I was like, and I like walked over the sign and I was like looking at it and I was like, trying to find a like very small print and said that and I was like all right fine so then I was like fine so I walk to the fucking liquor store right next door to it I walk in and right at the front they have a whole bunch of secret shirts Hell multicolored yeah. and shit like that and Perfect. I was like you guys are in fucking cahoots you uh, guys are in cahoots with the liquor store dude that's their gift shop exactly <laughs> they also just happen to sell liquor spent fucking twenty dollars on a shirt that wasn't my size <laughs> it was pink didn't match my outfit at all hell yeah not that I ever match my outfits but, you know, it was just a principle. So, and then I don't even know where that shirt is. So Dude, that literally happened when we went to Secrets when we were in Ocean City. Mm-hmm. And I think it's either someone had an extra shirt or someone gave you their jacket or something. And then we just got in. Yeah. And I also I've, I, I tried to get into Fagers once when I was like 22 and I was wearing uh, cargo shorts like an idiot, which I wouldn't let myself in either. And um, I had to walk over to Sensations and buy a pair of like white cargo pants damn and then wait what (laughs) still cargo they let you in (laughs) like we need the fuck if you're gonna wear cargo bro you gotta go all the way (laughs) can't half-ass being a (laughs) douchebag i don't like you posing oh my god but yeah you guys had fun Mm -hmm. you're telling me a little bit about a monday yeah we got down there on wednesday and um sat on the beach and uh i got a little 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 sunburn but not a lot I, i'm old enough now to know that i need to put sunburn sun i need to put sunburn on i yeah. need to put sunscreen on just for the first day i put it on and then we got in the water dude mm-hmm. and like as i get older i'll i'll go in the water one time per beach trip just really once. just because i it's not like it's kind of like for me at this point it's like just coming back to my roots you know, it's like when the thing I love about the beach and I think one of the things that's so profound about the beach and it's something that, you know, my family would always say about the snow and they would say when it's when it's like three feet of snow outside, the world looks exactly the same way it looked in a hundred years ago when there's three feet of snow on the ground. And when you go to the beach and you look out at the ocean, you are looking at the same exact thing that somebody that stood on that exact same coastline a thousand years ago would have seen yeah. And it's like if you turn around and you see all this big city and shit like that, but if you face that way and you just it's just like it kind of takes you back. Or that's the way I look at it. Yeah. And so it's also like when I jump into the ocean, that's like the original fun. Like that's the first fun thing that people did. They were like, "Yo, let's fucking go body surfing, baby." Which well, it's like this first time nature like 
like hits back. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can like play with the ocean. Yes. You can't play with mm-hmm. like grass or a tree or like <laughs> You, you can, can climb fucking, a tree. Yeah, you can climb a tree, but you oh, a tree can't fucking knock you down and then like <laughs> fucking bring you under the current. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't like that people call it body surfing though. I think that's annoying cuz it's like What would you call it? Just swimming. <laughs> I'm not body I think surfing. Riding a wave with just your belly is swimming. Well, like what else are you going to do? I don't know. You can either go under it? Yeah, or over or it. Or over it or, or with it. Hop, hop with it. I like, yeah. I like waiting right where like a little bit in front of where it breaks, but like enough to like when you jump over it, you get like swooped up. Yeah, and then you kind of get like shot up a little bit at the top, and then immediately it breaks behind. You can like feel it on your feet. Yeah, crashing. yeah, 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 yeah. That's fun, dude. I've been trying to practice floating. Yeah, you just float. I was a big floater as a kid, but also by that I mean like. I would love to get like crashed into the beach and then I would float <laughs> on the beach like face down on <laughs> my breath and then I just like let my body be sucked back <laughs> and then like I'm like I'm pretty sure like my parents had to tell everyone watching like now he's this is what he just does <laughs> like he's not in trouble he's not going to die he's actually a really good swimmer but he likes to pretend he's dead <laughs> a dead washed up body on the beach <laughs> <laughs> that was literally like my favorite now game. that's body surfing baby that's body surfing Dude, it was fun you you would like sk- body skim board on the fucking sand as you're getting yeah, sucked dude. back in it was so fun i love the ocean i'd always have sand like in my underwear liner yeah. and shit and like shells and shit in there yeah it was the worst but it was fun i uh i feel like floating is a cool thing because i feel like it's a very mom thing to do i remember like uh, my mom was a floater moms dude. love moms floating love dude floating. they like they get into a pool and my i would just be like fucking splashing with my brother and my dad would be like sitting over there drinking a beer and then my mom would just be like just in the pool just with her sunglasses on ignoring everyone just like floating on her back and be like mom what are you doing she's like i'm just floating (laughs) i was like how do you do that i can't do that i feel like moms can do that yeah i don't know i don't know how to float might be the boobs dude i think it might be the boobs dude i didn't want to say that about my mom but i can (laughs) irene (laughs) i think it was your tits <laughs> I was thinking it too, mom. I was thinking it too. No, I no, I definitely think as a kid it's way harder to float. But I think now you have like a bigger body. Yeah. And like uh yeah, I don't know. There's just like more surface to like be buoyant. But also I feel like it's weird if a man floats. It's a little predatory. Like in a pool. In a pool. It I would feel weird. If I was just in a public pool, like at a hotel oh. pool, and like yeah. there's a bunch of kids around, and I'm just sitting there with my sunglasses on, just laying on my back, floating, and like I accidentally float over into a group of kids, and I'm like, oh, sorry, just, just floating. It's just like weird. Yeah, to me, dude. I mean that's definitely weird, but I don't think I'd be able to like float like that at a public pool. Yeah, I feel like the only time now as an adult I'd float is maybe in the ocean. If I like wanted to float and then do that same thing with the waves where it like kicks you over. But um I don't know, if like I had my own pool or something, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd definitely float. Yeah, that. If float I was the only one there, that's yeah. like meditation. Yeah, yeah. You float in a pool and that way I could learn how to do it too without being weird. Because the only thing weirder than a grown man floating is a grown man not learning to float. <laughs> learning to float. <laughs> learning to float. And that's why I'm glad we're tall, because I never really actually went through the process of actually learning how to swim. 
I just learned how to stay alive and move. Yeah, like, stay and, like, alive learn and learn how to kick off the bottom. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm really fast underwater, and I can hold my breath for a long period of time. Yeah, and uh, I only get to show that off once a year. <laughs> but I'm telling you, it's a sight to see, dude. I can fucking fly underwater. I'm a fucking submarine, baby. But put me above water, I literally, I just doggy paddle. Like I don't know how to do the like Michael Phelps, like this one, this one, this yeah, the one. butterfly. It's kind of like the same thing. It's kind of hard. Like I don't. Because whenever I do it, I never know when to breathe. Mm -hmm. So I end up just like doing it and then like stopping for a second and be like, <gasps> mm -hmm. and then like going back really hard. And mm -hmm. then <gasps> also it just causes a ruckus. You ever watch a guy yeah, seriously splashy? It's like, dude, you're fucking killing everyone's vibe right now. You're swimming so fast. And you're yeah, like, stop trying to be a fucking motor, dude. I know. It's it's like it's ruined. Like I'm trying to float over here, bro. Yeah, and dude. you're fucking. Can I throw a string on you and fucking wakeboard across <laughs> the lanes? Like, come on. There's a you're lot going of too fast, dude. <laughs> There's a lot of fucking things I never really actually like typing on a keyboard to this day. I use finger, thumb and middle finger. I don't know how to do the whole fucking shit. The whole fucking like multiple finger Spider-Man really? type typing. I don't know how to do that. I never learned. I don't. I never learned. Like I know there's like a proper way to type, and I know you're supposed to like rest your hands on certain parts of the keyboard. Mm -hmm. But like I don't know. I've done a lot of like PC gaming, so it's like I feel like I rested on like the gaming things. Mm -hmm. But because of that, I like I know where the buttons are. Like, because I've had to be like, all right, the fucking F button is to drop the weapon. But if I press G, it's going to blow me up. So yeah. I better know where F is without looking at it. Exactly. So, like, I know one half of the keyboard, yeah. but the other one, I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> PC gaming will do that to you. I, I guess I've just never been a big PC gamer. And so my only experience with keyboards is just, like, typing, like, reports in school, which is, like, you know, you did that, like, once every two months. And then, like, just Facebook has helped me a lot yeah. and um typing emails i'm good at typing emails um i typed an email to dom and i uh were at rec room on saturday and we were peeved about the fact that they still hadn't opened our pool yeah and uh so i was like send them an email dom because if i do they're gonna <laughs> evict us so i was like send them an email and uh dom dom sent him an email with a subject line pool question mark and i was like I was like, you have to word this in a way that like shows that like you're not asking, you're telling them, but you're kind of, you're, you're asking, but you're telling. It's like, you, so I was, I was like, when will the pool be open? Don't ask if the pool will be open. Yeah. Say, when can we expect the pool to be open? And if not, when, what type of credit should your tenants expect for the loss of an amenity? Yeah. And, uh, one also not even have you're not you don't have to pay to upkeep it anymore. You're exactly. not paying a lifeguard salary. Yeah, you're, yeah. yeah. it's like it, I feel like it makes sense because it's like when I sign the lease and the way like, you attract. Even if it's only like fucking fifteen bucks off of everyone a month, that's still something. Still, still, yeah. and it's like it, it's like the 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 price of a pool membership. Like, how much does it cost to join a public pool? You know, whatever the fuck it is, it's like it's like to me it makes sense that like if you have an apartment. And you attract people in by on your website being like, and we have a gym, and we have a pool, and we have a common room, and a game room, and a computer room, and all this stuff. And then you just don't have that. You just decidedly just don't let people have that. Then it's like, okay, well, you based, you justified the rent based off of this thing. Yeah. And now you're just deciding not to do it. 
and now we're but we're still paying the same rent. So you're saving all this money. And the thing that annoyed me was they messaged back and they're like, "We're trying to be, you know, aware of coronavirus and all this stuff and comply with the state laws." And I was like, first of all, there's no Also, st- this means that we're going to be discontinuing this email. Yeah. Where we don't want to have to send our workers in to log into this email on the work computer. <sighs> so this will be the last reply. Dude, it was just, <laughs> it, it's just dealing with that fucking place. Like they, they sent that back and they were like saying all that bullshit. And the first, and, and like I, I, me- I messaged them back and I was like, first of all, there's no law in Maryland that says that you can't open pools. Every other person that I know that lives in an apartment with a pool except for your brother but that's because they're remodeling yeah, and they're shit. working on it but like every other person i know in towson you know like pools are opening back up in the city at certain level capacity like, there was never anybody at the pool anyway there was at most like five people at the entire pool even during normal time so it's like and and like our gym is open and yeah. all these other things are open in the building and i was like it's very convenient that you know you're you're being aware of the coronavirus you know, but conveniently, it just so happens to be the only thing that doesn't require you guys to have to pay somebody to run. So, like, oh, you're trying to st- flatten the curve, but, like, but the gym is open. The gym's open. Yeah. It's an enclosed space. An enclosed space. People, people are sweating. Sweating and touching shit and stuff like yeah. that. But you can't open up this outdoor pool where people are sitting 20 feet apart from each other on lounge chairs. Otherwise, they're diving into a chlorinated basin of water. Yeah, you know, that's and it's, checked every day. Yeah, that's checked every. It's like you're fucking. You're and exactly that's exactly what they're doing. They're using it as an excuse to cut costs. Yeah, and they're trying to justify it by doing all this stuff. And they were like, you know, it's a corporate decision, and we're trying to do this and trying to do that. And I was just like, all right. So I kind of sent them back like a snippy little email, and I like I, I've had it up to here with them, dude. And I like worded it, and I said to the woman email, and I was like, hey, I was like, I said her name, I was like, listen. Because I had CC'd the property managers too. And Listen, I said, Janet, this is this is Dominic again. <laughs> <laughs> the rightful name on the lease. <laughs> the rightful name on the lease. Your boy Dom Seleski coming at you <laughs> with these words, typing them out one finger at a time. And fucking, I was like, hey, listen, Janet, um, this has nothing to do with you. Uh, we like you. And it, I'm, I feel actually, I'm, I'm, I said, I'm very sorry that you constantly have to be the messenger for these slum lords. Ooh. And then I said, he said the S Lord word. I said it. I was, I, I even said it to my brother. He, I was like, I was gonna say like I was wording it a different way. And Dom was like, they're fucking slum lords, bro. Just fucking call them slum. That's what they are. And I was yeah. like, that is what they are, bro. And that's like that's like the N word for 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 landlords, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the S word, dude. I dropped the hard slum on him, bro. Damn, dude. I did it. I did you it. Did the hard RD too. Yeah, <laughs> slum lords. And I said that. And I said, you can tell your boy Brad. I said, you don't have to even respond to this. You tell your boy Brad if he wants to talk about it, he knows where to find us. And then I double spaced down and I said, at the pool, baby. <laughs> Sunglasses emoji. <laughs> and then and then so she didn't reply. I know she was digging that. Because oh I talked God. to her all the time. We talked to her a lot. So okay. like and I, again, it makes me feel bad because we have to get in these like all like these like discussions with her where it's like it feels like there's animosity, but it's, it's not towards her. I know it has nothing to do with her. So that's why I always make a point of it to be like, 
this isn't towards you. Like, I know that because, like I said, when Lucas was living there, he wound up going on a Tinder date with one of the girls that used to work there for that same company in our mm-hmm. lobby. And she was telling him, like, the whole lowdown. She was like, yeah, like, they were literally telling me, like, if a, if a person complains about something, just say just say this. Don't say this. Like, just tell them that we can't control it. Just because I know, like, basically, yeah. I know what they're fucking doing. Yeah, yeah. Because we had the they inside scoop. Plan. Yeah, and also, it's, it's obvious to anyone that cares to pay attention what they're doing. And so I said that, and then I was like, no need to respond to this. If Brad wants to talk, blah, blah, blah. So then the property manager replies back 20 minutes later and he's like, it is not my decision. It's corporate, which is always what they're going to say, even though it is his fucking decision. He's like, corporate has decided this and it's something I can't veto. And if any tenants are caught in the pool, we will be calling law enforcement. And then I replied, cool, you're not invited. (laughs) 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 Fucking bitch. I said I wanted to talk to Brad. (laughs) Give me Brad. <laughs> I a Batman. fucking hate that guy. He's a 22-year-old dude. His dad put him in that position. And I'm not going to fucking sit there and listen to some 22-year-old little fucking dude tell me about, like, insult. I don't appreciate the insult to our intelligence. I don't appreciate this idea that you th- really think we're that dumb. Yeah. You really think we're that dumb? Yeah. You really think that you can fucking do this shit and act like you care even though I was out there? We've also been through, like, the the ringer with them before. Like, yeah. this isn't, like, the first time they've promised you guys something or said they've yeah. did something. Like, you, like your fucking, like, sync didn't work for, like, three yeah. months. Oh, yeah, you, you, <laughs> like, you really care about the health and like safety? This was, like, before the pandemic. Yeah, before everything. You really care about the health like and safety? people's, like, heat wasn't on in the winter. Yeah. People's AC, your exact- AC wasn't on exactly. mid-pandemic yeah. when there's a stay-at-home order in fucking, like, 100-degree mm-hmm. weather. Yeah, you didn't care about the fuck, yeah, you didn't care about your entire building being without water for two weeks. That didn't, yeah. you didn't care about the health and safety. You didn't care when the fucking air conditioning was down for five days in the middle of the hottest time of the summer. You didn't care when I got stuck in the elevator. You didn't care. You just said that these things happen. But all of a sudden now, conveniently, when it saves There's, you money, they're very concerned. You're very concerned. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to even take a yeah, chance of safety, one of our tenants' the health, the well-being, yeah, breathing the across the pool. Yeah, all this <laughs> bullshit. It just it, but no, it, go to the gym, please. Oh my god, it just it it go boils. To the gym. We don't even have stuff to clean the equipment in there, but <laughs> it boils my fucking blood just thinking about that place, dude, and just thinking about that smug motherfucker. Going back to his wherever the fuck he lives with a pool and fucking whatever he has because you know yeah, you it's know daddy's his money. Ass doesn't live there. Oh, of course he doesn't <laughs> live there. Nobody, and that's how you know the place sucks because when I first came into that building, pretty much all the people that worked there lived there. Yeah. And uh, now none of the people they all left, and now none of the people that worked there live there. And what does that fucking tell you? you what know, does that tell it's you? It's a nice little uh, you know switch out. Berkshires for inner city community switch out management for the police. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on, bro. It, it that, that literally together. is. It literally is. And 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 I keep on. They're th- not going to care. They don't live there. The best way. The best way. And I'm glad you said that because the best way that I think about these types of situations is like, whenever I think about how shit gets to like people revolting in the streets and stuff like that, I imagine that like. It's why we hated the Brits so much. Yeah. It's like why we broke away from Britain is because they were fucking shouting orders across the sea. Mm-hmm. They weren't even there. And we're like, yeah. dude, it's completely different than when you think's going on. Yeah. Stop telling us what to do. Yeah. Yeah. Stop <laughs> telling us what to do. And stop fucking our shit up. Stop making it worse. Yeah. 
And like it is like that because when people are in the building and just fucking like talking the elevators, like that guy John that was at my birthday thing, um, the black guy John, mm-hmm. he was I saw him in the elevator. He was like Jimmy. We were talking. He was like, dude, do you feel like this fucking building is just getting worse and worse every day? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, dude, I'm out of here. Like I'm leaving at the end of my lease. And I was Damn. like, more power to you, man. Like and like that's the conversation. Like Lucas left, and like here's the thing: all these people are leaving, and um nobody is coming in. Yeah. So Dom, I said to Dom, I was like, I, like they're not going to evict us. We can say whatever the fuck we want to these motherfuckers because at the end of the day, we pay our rent on time and they are not going to lose another tenant, especially oh, during like, this time yeah, when dude. nobody's coming, moving in, shit nobody's like that. Nobody's moving. You know? Except for like four of our friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, got like a, we got a noise complaint last Sunday and I just didn't even, I mean, I cared. I cared only because like we have this neighbor that lives above us that, um, he only ever complains if it's a weeknight, a school night, if mm-hmm. you will. He's like, a, he's probably in his 40s or 50s. And like, if we're like, you know, because my brother and his friends will always go out for like Thirsty Thursday or whatever, which I don't even know if they call it that anymore, but that's what I fucking call it. Yeah. Thirsty Thursday. And, uh, you know, we'll be over pregame at the house or after the bars and just go out on the balcony and smoke a cigarette and talk. And like, we're not being ridiculous, but, you know, his bedroom window is right above our balcony. Yeah. So, yeah. like, he'll just peek his head out of the thing and be like, hey guys, you mind keeping it down a little bit? He's very nice about it. And so I've made it a point that my brother and I made it a point that like Friday and Saturday, I'll never say anything. Mm-hmm. But if it's a work night, like a at Monday, like a Sunday through Thursday, I'm like, Dom, just keep your friends inside. Don't go on the balcony. We can do that shit tomorrow and Saturday, you know? Yeah. And, um, uh, last Sunday it was Dom's like the girl, his like pretty much girlfriend, but not technically she's going back to her like hometown. Cause she just finished school. Her lease just ended. Mm-hmm. And like, we all had like a big going away thing for her. And, uh, we got a noise complaint, but like, Damn. it was like, I wasn't even, I was like, all right, that's our first noise complaint in a year and a half. I feel bad that he felt the need to do that, but I feel bad. I'm not mad at him. Yeah, I just yeah. feel bad that we put him in that position because he's be- obviously been avoiding doing it for so long. Oh, yeah. And so like, you know, but at the same time it was like, look, I also look at it from my lens, which is like, look, it's a Sunday night. It was a very important occasion. And like, yeah, we had, we had our friends over and we weren't being ridiculous you know, we were just in the apartment. I don't even think we were out on the balcony, but like, I guess we were just being loud in the apartment. But yeah. like, so it was like, you know, it's whatever. You got to take everything and just kind of take it. I don't fucking know. Let's just take it with a grain of salt, <laughs> whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> take it with a grain of salt. Damn, dude. So wait, when it, so you got the noise complaint. You saw it on Monday. Mm-hmm. Dude, Monday sucked then because then you came to the studio not a good day dude god damn dude that was this week this whole week has been kind of just it just i just i feel like i haven't been able to catch it i i stayed up i i stayed up at the studio until like midnight last night because the recording failed for matt's podcast and it just got recorded by his laptop microphone instead of my microphones and so i like spent a long time trying to get the fucking Shit sounded right, but Matt sent me a file that was like one eighth of the size that my computer could register. And so when I played it, it was playing at like hyperspeed. Oh, no. I don't know how to explain it, but it basically the sample rate was off. Oh, and weird. I spent like two hours trying to convert it so that it was like a legible file. And then once I finally did get it, then I had to like work on doing this at the other thing. And like it was just everything was just as difficult as possible. I was just sitting here. It was the first time I wrote in my little studio journal in in two years. Wow. Yeah. I don't write in that very often. But uh, I only ever, I think the last thing I think I wrote in it 
when I just like I'll just like keep little logs like up. I don't even know why I have it. I think I just got a notebook because I thought it would be cool. Yeah. And every now and then I just like take like I do a lot of shit where it's like I just like write down random lines that pop in my head. Mm-hmm. Like oh cool. Or like if I'm like high after a podcast watching a, <laughs> something and I'm like do that. <laughs> but like every now and then I'll actually write like an actual like full entry and I wrote like a thing and it just like I was just like dude what the hell what the hell is going on. But. Life goes on. You got to stay positive. On the bright side, I don't know if the bill passed, but it's looking like your boys are going to get a little unemployment extension for... Did that pass yet? I don't know. I hope it does. It's going to... I feel like I, I, I can't confirm this, but when you were reading me the article last week and whenever the fuck we were talking... It's like Monday. Yeah. Great day. And, uh, <laughs> Terrible day. <laughs> and they said it was going to be like 200 Extra, yeah, I think so. Which I think is cool. Yeah. I think that's fair. because. But the only downside of it is, and this is where I think they're fucked up, because lately what they've been doing is if you go over at all any week, they just cancel it. So that's what happened to my brother. And then another girl texted me like while I was in Ocean City. It was like, hey, I just got this letter in the mail because like one of the weeks I went over. And now they're saying they canceled my thing. And, I, and she was like, but I like left that job because they like closed back down. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I think he's got to refile. Yeah, but you, you once you have a claim open, the only way you can reopen it is by calling them, mm. and you can't call them. Yeah, true. <laughs> you can't fucking call them. And, uh, yeah. But that's that's the conundrum I'm in now, and I think that's the conundrum that a lot of people might be in, is that now that it's back, I, I get the sense behind making it to 200, because like we were talking about last week, like the the 600 was like, pretty much too good to be true yeah like exactly. when we first found out about i thought i thought it was 600 a month and i yeah, was I like thought it was, i thought it was just like you just get yeah like 600 a month or maybe like it was 600 a week or something across the board yeah i remember and, but that's it not including the original yes, state thing that's what i thought it was too so yeah. i started budgeting all my i remember there was like still a note in my phone where i like sat down once this whole thing hit and i was like okay what am i gonna do and i like sat down i was like okay so 600 a month that pays for like almost my rent and then i then i like did all my other bills and i was like okay so i just had to find a way to make like this much doing something or other and then when i found out it was 600 a week i was like fuck that dude I'm fucking <laughs> golden goose baby <laughs> fucking threw my phone out the window you got a new phone immediately <laughs> i was like hell yeah and then what happened was naturally is now we're in this situation as a country where people legitimately and rightfully so do not want to go back to work because they're making more money on unemployment, like myself. And so they're trying to, with this new stimulus package they're passing, which includes another 1200 bucks, which I could certainly use right now, which is going to go entirely to just fucking paying for the shit I paid for three weeks ago, fixing yeah. a studio. But hey, you know, it's better than nothing. And uh, But now they're trying to make it so that it's like a little bit more appealing to go back to work. Because now they're like, okay, now you're only making like... 500 a week or something like that you know and so i started thinking about like hitting up all my old gigs and i've I've played gigs but like i only give them like a a limited availability and Mm. i'll just be like these are the dates i can do and i base it all off of like how much money i'm making that week but this today i was like texting people and i was thinking i was like but here's a problem if i take a gig this week because i'm going to make more money not being on unemployment than i would be on unemployment but what if i don't have that gig next week and then next week i need that but if yeah. I go over one fucking week, it's over. 
Yeah. So they need to make it. They need to also make it so that you don't cancel people's fucking shit if they go over. If you want people to go back to work, you have to make it appealing. You have to say, look, we're gonna give you the safety net of if you don't manage to make this much money this week, then we got you covered. And if you can make more money, that's awesome. And and we, then we won't have to pay you, and you can make your money. But also. If you can't make it that much next week, you don't have to be sitting there going, damn, I might make 50 more dollars this week by working, but I'm not going to make that money next week. So I might just not do it this week because yeah. then I won't have the option in the future. It's like, it's so like, I know it's complicated. I know it's, I know there's a lot more to it, but there's a lot of things that just like, there's a lot of things about these policies and shit that I feel like are kind of common sense. Yeah. Like, I feel like the whole idea of. Now, is it just as simple as. Because I don't even know, like, much about it. I've just, like, tried to stay away from making money. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. But, like, is it a thing that you can just, like, not claim a week? Like, not enter one week's claim and then the week after you claim? Or do you have to, like, claim every week regardless of... They want you to enter in... There's two sections on the weekly certification. The first first question is how many gross... How many... How much money in gross wages did you make? And that's, like, if you work, like, W-2 as an employee for somebody. Mm -hmm. And then you enter in how much money you made that week. And then what happens is, let's say I made $150 that week and I'm approved for $350 from the state. They will simply subtract $150 from my benefits yeah. and then I get the remainder plus the $600. So, and then, and then like they do the same thing for self-employment, but the cool thing with self-employment is you can enter it in minus losses. So at that point, I just fucking feel like, yeah, I made X amount of dollars, but also I like drove there. Yeah, and I, I spent also bought, $300 on gas. Yeah, I bought a, $200 at Taco Bell. Yeah, I bought uh, uh, $50 per string, new strings, like, you know, all <laughs> kinds of shit. And so I just like, I just kind of like, but like that's justifiable, you know, because yeah, I can yeah. actually prove that like, yeah, I have these losses. But um, the flaw in that is that I've been taking a lot of gigs where I've only been taking them because I don't want to lose that gig because I don't want to like cancel a gig and then have them be like, okay, well you've been canceling on us for the past two months. So we're not going to, you're not in our roster anymore, you know? But the problem with it is, is that I'll play that gig, let's say for $200. And then I enter that in that I made $200 because I legally have to, because it's employment fraud if I don't. And then they just take the $200 on my benefits and I wind up making the same amount of money that week. So it's like yeah. I'm literally working for free. It's like, okay, I could take this gig for $200, make the $200, and then make $200 less in unemployment, and I'm, I could have just not played at all and made the same amount of money and had four hours of free time. Yeah. You know, so it's like, how does that, like, there's certain things where if you're trying to incentivize people to work, it sh- I almost feel like that system of saying like, okay, if you work, then we're just gonna like give you less. I almost feel like, a cool way of doing it, I don't, I'm just spitballing at this point, but like, what if they like matched your income? What if like, mm. what if you like worked and they were like, okay, so if you get a job, we're going to pay you your state amount. Plus we'll give you like a percentage of whatever money you made. That way there's still incentive for people to go out and make money. Now at that point, then you run the risk of people being fraudulent the other way where they claim they made way more or something like that. Yeah. You know, people just set up fake businesses and then take their unemployment every week and claim that as their check from mm-hmm. working, and then they just double it that way. Well, the, th- the it's it's weird because every now and then I'll have these weird like moments of clarity where I'll just realize that we are here, right here, right now, and 
nobody knows. What's nobody knows next. what's coming next. Yeah, yeah. It's not like I feel like a lot of people exist in this kind of comfort zone where they just kind of are sitting here like, yeah, like this is happening, but like somebody's got it figured out and like they, they're doing this policy and that policy and it'll probably work and like, you know, everything's gonna be fine. But it's like if you really sit back and think about it, that it's just regular people coming up with ideas to deal with whatever's happening right now and realizing that like they don't know how this is gonna affect shit. Yeah. They have no fucking well, clue. We still don't even completely understand the virus. Yeah. <laughs> like there's new shit coming out about it still, like every day. It's 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 a scary thing when you realize that we really are in like a gigantic improv set right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like it, it was scary a couple of years ago, like realizing like, oh yeah, like our leaders don't really know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now to have that same shit happening in like a global catastrophe. Yeah. Nobody's dealt with this in the past. Yeah, no one's Nobody. dealt with anything like this. Uh, like it's just, it's insane. And there's people that I think find comfort in this idea that I, I don't know if I want to call it daddy syndrome or like, it's kind of those people, you know, those people when you're like in a conversation with them and they'll just like start citing things that other people said they're like well the new york times says this or <laughs> well this person from harvard says this and it's like yeah but that's just a dude yeah. and like the fact that you literally look and like i understand like yeah if it's an expert then you like blah 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 but it's just like at the same time it's like just because this person says this thing doesn't mean that they know all the things you know yeah. and it's like i think it, i don't know i just when I, when you sit back and you realize that like the people in our government they're just fucking regular dudes Regular chicks. Yeah. Regular I mean, they're people. just, yeah, they're the people that you knew in student government growing up, but now they're playing in the big leagues. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, don't you remember? The student government really didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't even plan our five year reunion. Now yeah. they're planning for a fucking pandemic. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> it's no good. Yeah. Speaking of which, not going to have our 10 year reunion this year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely not. Yeah. We realized that earlier. Definitely not having our 10 year reunion. Yeah. That's this year. not happening. Um, which is a shame because I feel like this was mainly the first. because our pr- the class president probably will forget and do it <laughs> next year, but also he'll use COVID as the excuse. <laughs> he'll use he works for Berkshires, dude. <laughs> but yeah, actually, you know, I'm actually pretty bummed about the ten year reunion because like I missed our five. Yeah, I didn't do the five one either. Slash six because I just couldn't make it. I had a gig. I would have yeah. gone, but like, well, we had this conversation at Dan and Marissa's, I think, where yeah. it's like. Like, I, I think I would go to the 10-year reunion under different circumstances, uh, pandemic-wise. But mm-hmm. also, like, I feel like the reason I didn't go to the 5-year reunion, too, is because, like, A, we kind of saw all the people we wanted to see anyway. Yeah. And then the second reason is, like, you kind of want to show up to the reunion as, like, damn, that's that guy? Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, fuck. yeah. Like, be like, oh yeah, I'm doing this now. I'm doing that now. It's like, Fuck, really? Yeah, You're fucking shooting spitballs at the ceiling. How'd you turn into that? <laughs> exactly. And now, but like, so it's like good because like, but also I feel like even though we get down on ourselves, like when I run into people from high school, like I used to feel like a loser, and now I don't anymore. Oh, and yeah, like, I sure. still like because I'm secure in like what I'm doing. And yeah, and it's like you're happy with what you're doing. Yeah. And I'm doing something. Yeah. Which is like, you know And you're like doing something that you actually want to do. Yeah. And people dig that. And and people didn't dig that when we were younger. They didn't under people were very much caught up in that like kind of like whimsical idea that like, and then I'm just gonna go to 
get good grades in high school and get yeah, good well, grades in college. I mean, and yeah, my parents said to do this. Yeah. And my, my guidance counselor said this. And yeah. But and now then, I did all those, I checked all the points off, but now what do I do? Yeah. And now you graduate. I guess I'll from go college? back to Starbucks or. Yeah. <laughs> or go back to school and just perpetually yeah. go back to fucking, you know, get your master's, get your fucking thing, which no, no shade to anybody who's doing that, but it's just like you get disillusioned with life once you get kicked out into it. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like. Or like once the first thing you do fails. Yeah. And you realize, like, oh, shit, I've been living my entire life based off of this idea of what I thought life was going to be like. And then I realize that's not what life is. Yeah. And now I, I, I have the job that I thought I wanted, and I fucking hate it. And then you, you talked, like, then... Yeah, you thought it was, like, an escalator, but yeah. it's actually, like, a conveyor belt at the airport. Yeah. It's, like, a piece <laughs> of luggage stuck on it waiting to fall off. Yeah. So, like, I would have I liked this year's reunion, not because it's, like, we would have rolled in there, like stunting or anything not like we would have pulled up in our fucking bugattis we would have pulled up with our fucking everyone having lfts podcast merch on exactly we'd have everyone would have their ear pods in listening to their favorite episodes (laughs) we'd walk in immediately start a live cast from the stage (laughs) immediately (laughs) baby immediately dude Dude. we we sneak in through the back the lights cut off (laughs) us on stage lights cut back on Live, Live from, from the, the studio, studio at the reunion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that would be fly. That's the 15-year reunion. That's the other thing that I regret is that I don't think a 15-year reunion is a thing. I don't think that's a thing. But I feel like, you know, in these trying times, we might have to make it a thing. We might have to make it because a thing. Because we got to hold on to everything that we still can. I'm not trying to wait until the 10th, 20 the 20 year. Old? Yeah, because 37. Fucking COVID dude. 20 is going to come out yeah, by dude. then. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> COVID 20, dude. Fuck that shit, bro. I'm trying to fucking roll up right now while I'm still single, see a fucking chick that I used to like in high school and be like. And pray. Pray. And just pray for the pussy. Pray for the pussy, dude. Just fucking <laughs> PR. E-Y, baby. <laughs> Praying. <laughs> no. No. The A kind. P-R. Praying. A-Y. No. <laughs> I thought A-Y is like the... Oh, <laughs> but praying with the E is like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to do that kind of pray. Which one? Of this is, oh, that's yeah, a. you want to do that. Yeah, you're going to be. I thought P R A Y was like, hey, what's popping? <laughs> praying no, on like, you. Please, 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 please let me please have sex. <laughs> I don't know which one's weird. <laughs> you think, ah, let me get some. <laughs> you think that's. Less, that's less weird <laughs> then please oh please will you have sex with me i think both are equally weird they're both equally weird <laughs> if i rolled up to a girl but dude the, that's what you're gonna do you gotta flip a coin dude if i rolled up to a girl at a reunion i said i have been I praying i've always loved you <laughs> i've always loved you will you pretty pretty please have sex with i have me? been praying to have sex with you for, since we graduated. <laughs> that would be weird. 15 years ago. This is the 15 year reunion. And she's just like, this is why we don't do these. This is why we don't have 15 year reunion because you're still praying on me. <laughs> E-R-I-U-Y, whatever the fuck you spell it as, dude. You're prying. Prying. I'm prying. <laughs> that fucking crowbar down there prying for some pussy. <laughs> Uh, oh man i'm not gonna make the joke i'm making right now it's not even worth it it's not worth it 
<laughs> Damn, dude. The 10-year would have been sick, though. Yeah. But I almost feel like like Dan's bachelor party is pretty much going to be a 10-year reunion, I feel like. Pretty much. For, like, everybody just being in the same room. And, uh, you know, so I guess that'll be that for us. Yeah, exactly. That'll be fun, dude. That's that's something I'm definitely looking forward to. See what else I have. Oh, I uh, shouts out. Speaking of old friends, I went to while I was at Chipotle, I went to the soda machine and I made myself. I tried to make myself a Jimmy Seleski Diet Coke and a splash of lemonade, Ooh. but the lemonade thing wasn't working. No, so I had to resort to an old drink by an old friend, and I made myself a Will Beckman. Ooh, what's and a Will Beckman? A Will Beckman is Diet Coke with a splash of root beer. <laughs> and I drank that, and I wanted to Snapchat it to him, but... He wouldn't understand. He it was would... just soda in a cup. <laughs> <laughs> no, he would have understood it, dude. He would have loved it, dude. Those are the drinks. There's the Will Beckman with Diet Coke with a splash of lemonade, uh, root beer, and then there was also a, a do- the Dr. Jim... And the Dr. Jim <laughs> was Diet Coke with a splash of Dr. Pepper and a root Ooh. beer lining. So I would splash the thing root in Root beer there. lining. Root beer lining. I would take that. coat the cup. Yeah, that's a thing. dunk it. In, in um, mixology, you, 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 like if you get like a, um, if you get a, uh, what's the word? Sazerac. If you ever had a Sazerac before? No. The way they make that drink is they, they line the glass with absinthe. And absinthe is the... It's like an anise. It's kind of like a licorice flavored liquor. It kind of, yeah. it kind of uh, tastes... Like star anise. Yeah, yeah, kind of like ouzo-ish, kind of. And uh, they line the glass with that, and they make it with rye whiskey and a little bit of uh, Peychaud bitters and some other shit. But uh, so it's a thing, and we would take the cup and splash root beer in it, line it, dump it out, doc- splash a Dr. Pepper, Diet Coke. That's a Dr. Jim, dude. It's nice. a good fucking drink. But I just thought about Will today when I was making myself that. I wanted to Snapchat him, but... My hands were tied. <laughs> My hands were tied. Damn, dude. There was a, uh, uh, on, uh, what was it? I forget if it was, I think it might have been Friday night. I was, uh, home. I was gaming. It was night. Nice. And, uh, I was gaming with my speakers on because I got those nice studio, mo- studio monitors now. Oh, sweet. And, um, so I was like just chilling. It's probably like, 10 30 or something and i was just like in the middle of a boss battle in that far cry game i was telling you about Uh so i was like fighting like this you know cult with like the resistance in montana (laughs) bug just tried to go up my nose (laughs) bugs are relentless um but like mid boss battle i just kept hearing like you know hey hey ho ho, races but i've got to go hey hey Uh ho and but it sounded like it was coming from the game and i was like this is like a game from 2018 why this is crazy that like they got this shit in here and then it starts getting louder and louder and i'm like trying to look around in the game and i'm like i don't see where this is coming from and then i like stand up from my computer and look out the window and there's straight up just like a hundred people walking up my street oh, <laughs> fucking <wow>. protesting. <laughs> and like not even like the main road it was like the one-way street that connects to the main road so there's just like people coming up that one-way street apparently that was the night that the like fraternal order police like club like they're like no, the, their police shack club. that they hang out in. <laughs> oh, okay. It's like the American Legion for police. Yeah. Um, 
So, you know, American Legion, you have to be honorable and serve in a war or be, you know, the descendant of someone who served for their country. The Fraternal Order of Police is, you know, you just have to arrest three black people a month. <laughs> you get to go drink. That's how you pay your dues. Two dollar yingling <laughs> pitchers. And That's a very cop <laughs> beer. Yeah. Yinglings. Um, but no. So, uh, so, yeah, that was that protest that. They went over to the Fraternal Order of Police and uh, they spray painted some naughty stuff on it oh, that they were, the police were very upset about. Well, but when they walked by me, they weren't doing anything bad. They're putting like some fucking flyers on cars to be like, you know, these are why we want to abolish the police. Here's like a fucking, you know, a couple facts, mm-hmm. some other things, some and then, facts. But like, uh, but yeah, I didn't see anything wrong. But like, since it was like mid game adrenaline, like I saw someone like put something down outside and I like waited for them to leave and I like went out, I snuck outside. I was like, what if they put like, what if these are like agitators and they planted like a bomb or something? Uh, and I, and I like went up and there was just like a scarf rolled up on like the side of the road that yeah. they put down and uh-huh. I like kicked it a little bit and there's nothing in it. And then it was, it was fine. It was just a scarf. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out just a scarf. Just, I was paranoid. I was, yeah. I still that's, thought I was in the boss battle. That's that's wild. I, I like. I haven't seen any. I haven't seen anything like that happening in Towson. Um, I mean, I saw that one demonstration when like everything was like first popping off. Yeah. And uh, I, is it still like? A, I haven't heard of any firecrackers anymore. Fireworks. Oh, no, dude, I was thinking of that the other night too, where like fireworks just kind of stopped. I think they stopped. They stopped after like the Fourth of July. F- they stopped like a few we- weeks after Fourth of July. Okay, maybe they ran out. They might have ran out. But, like, it was weird because, like, it all started Memorial Day weekend, Mm -hmm. which, like, makes sense. But also, like, to go from, like, the end of May to literally, like, a week or two into July, that's, like, 40 days. That's, like, Hanukkah of fireworks. 40 days and 40 nights of whatever the fuck it was. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's a zombie (laughs) movie, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) It's either zombies or Jews. I forget. 40 days and 40 nights was... uh no, you're thinking of 28 days later. What is 40 days before? Is that Moses or something? No, for, for that's the old Moses story, but that's why we do Lent, I believe. And 40 Days and 40 Nights was actually a movie in the early 2000s starring Josh Hartnett, huh. where he made a pledge to not have sex or jerk <laughs> off or anything for 40 days and 40 nights. Uh, and then he winds up meeting like the love of his life. And then it's like, it's basically an entire movie about a guy who's not allowed to have sex for 40 days. Yeah. And, or beat off. Yeah. I and, remember that movie. Yeah. And any dude and watching right that the was end like, of it, like she tickles him with a feather yeah. and he's like busts or yeah. something. Yeah. And he's like, I didn't make it, but also like, I feel like I'm cheating on the girl that I haven't even kissed or fucked yet. <laughs> Cause you made me come. <laughs> I just think it was a funny premise because it's like, I mean, the jerking off part makes sense, but it was mainly the fact that he wasn't allowed to have sex with this girl. And it was like, dude, any normal guy watching, it's like, oh my God, he had to go 40 days without having sex with a hot ass <laughs> girl. I'm fucking sorry, bro. I'm sorry. I went 21 years, bitch. <laughs> Try me. <laughs> yeah, man. That was the, that was probably like the only exciting thing that happened well, that, to me. Just like seeing that protest. I, I like, I, we, we, we had a nice long conversation with Scott. Or I did, and yeah. you were there. <laughs> yeah, I just I you could have chimed in. On the wall. You could have. I could have. Chi- I didn't know when the right time would to chime in because you guys were like mid a heavy ass conversation. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't know how to like jump into that because mm-hmm. I wasn't in that 
like mindset. Yes. Like, and I feel like if I tried to jump in, I'd try to just make like a dumb joke that yeah. like that it would have been like, come on, dude, we're trying to have like a serious conversation. Yeah. You, you gave so me I, some. I, I stayed out of it. You gave me some producer's notes off camera. I did a couple <laughs> times. I was like, yo, hit him with this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, Deb, I got you, bro. <laughs> Scott. Guess what? <laughs> <laughs> but like the thing that I will say is. Scott and I have always had those kind of conversations and we talked in depth about the virus and we talked in depth about the the riots and the protests and the, all the unrest going on right now. And the one thing that I've, I will say is that I think everyone at their base pretty much is on the same page when they see what's going on. Like, and, and we were talking, we were talking about a little bit before the cast, but I, and Scott was kind of talking about like it it might culminate to like a war or something like that and like I'll be honest dude like it's hard to this year has changed my perspective on a lot of things because yeah, there sure. was a there was a time four months ago dude yeah literally four months ago when Bernie was still in the race I was like dude there's about to be a fucking revolution mm-hmm. and then COVID hits he drops out and then it's like. Yep, everyone, you're, we're going to keep giving businesses millions of dollar loans, and you yeah. guys are kind of fucked because we don't want to just give handouts away. Also, please vote for Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Probably at least killed one of your family members in the Iraq war. I'm or sure whatever, he did. <laughs> whatever the fuck, or what's Syria or whatever the fuck him and Obama sent people. Even, even more so with, like, just, like, the whole idea that, like, four months ago we were in this time and I remember having that conversation with my brother when they were talking about the coronavirus and all this stuff and all this speculation like what's going to happen what kind of shit is it like how bad is it going to be and I will never forget that when I was saying to him I was like I could see this getting to the point where they shut down bars and 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 shut down everything because at that point I remember when they when they cut off the NBA that was like a big deal and I don't remember if that was before or after the lockdown but I feel like it was before and then I think kids at school weren't like they shut down schools. And mm. at the time it was supposed to be like for two weeks. And then, but when they shut down everything, I remember I woke up that morning. It was Monday, March 15th. What the fuck? There's like a bug crawling my nose. Damn, dude. You might have to get tested because that was in my nose earlier. Oh, no. He's fucking bugging me, dude. <laughs> he's giving, dude, this is government COVID. He's testing. pollinating coronavirus, dude. It's dude. a government bug, dude. He. And he was like, dude, I don't think it would ever get to that point. When I woke up and I saw that happening, it was an instantaneous thing. I'm going to snap because I never do that enough when I talk, which is cool. But I didn't. That wasn't cool. But it was an instantaneous thing where all of a sudden everything that seemed like it could never happen all at once became normal. And that was the new normal. And it was like if you would have told me a week prior that that was going to happen, I would have thought I would have thought that that was like a pipe dream like yeah I mean I, I guess maybe it could get at that point but I don't think that's going to happen and all of a sudden it happens and then all of a sudden your new baseline from what you work from is with this new reality of like yeah this is happening and now this is our new normal and so like we see all the things going on right now with the unrest and the protests and the riots and all the different things and like I can't see I can't work out in my mind how it's going to go back to normal. I can't really 
it's almost one of those things where it's like this is another situation that is like the worst possible thing at the worst possible time yeah. where you have all this unrest going but you also have the you have the baseline unrest of people being in a completely new place in life where all of a sudden out of nowhere we all have these entire different way of living our lives wearing a mask not going to certain places not being allowed to sit at, go to this thing. it's like everything is people aren't working and it's like all these fucking things are going on all at once and you have this happen and now we're at a point right now that I don't know if if the like I just can't see how it's going to resolve itself people they're not letting up like the people that are pissed off are not letting up and the people that are like not taking it seriously taking it enough. seriously like the people there there's a clear division in society and there's a clear point where people aren't like we're so polarized there is no meeting in the middle like there is no there's not we we are past the point of conversation in this country we are past the point when you get to the point where we're no longer discussing reform and things like that where the where the top things that we're talking about and this is this is where i like i said to scott earlier like where i follow the movement and where where i drop off the movement is when the when the movement starts to take on this idea that it is the system as it's as a whole the entirety that that our founders and the the premise of the constitution and western civilization as a whole and all these things are inherently bad and it's an inherently racist system and things like that and so we need to tear that system down that at that point you're not in a situation where you can work out your solutions within the system that's what a revolution is you get to the point where people go this we can't work out our differences through the system in place the only way that we can work it out is by tearing down the system i don't think that that is something that we should be doing yeah. I don't think that that's something that is necessary. I think that there are obvious improvements and reforms that we need to make within our society. And I think those things need to be done uh, the right way and through the system. And also with an understanding that uh, most people are good people. And if you once you once you take sides and one, like I was saying to Scott, like once you get to this point in your own thinking where you say, OK, the people on my side are the good people and the people on that side are the bad people. And now there's not a converse, there's not a line of communication there anymore. You're not talking. You're not because anything they say, like if the if when you get what like we were talking about a couple weeks ago with Matt, like when you get to that two party system where now you have two parties that are now just competing with each other. And so when they're making policies, the Republicans and Democrats aren't worried about how it's going to affect the people. They're worried about how it's going to affect their power. And their position within the government. And so once you divide people like that and it's getting worse and it is not subsiding, I really can't see this going anywhere else but something like that. And I know that right now that sounds like crazy, but again, if there's anything that 2020 has proven to us is it's fucking crazy. Yeah, expect the unexpected. Expect like like the shit that like we spent a long time existing in this world where shit just was the way it was and and people like dude, I mean I almost uh, the more I think about it the more I feel like this is a what happened in this studio is a very good metaphor for that is that I thought I was doing everything right and I was existing in this world where I was taking the precautions and making investments and doing things and planning for the future and then out of nowhere something that I could have never expected or imagined would happen 
happened and now all of a sudden that's my new normal and now yeah. all of a sudden i'm sitting here going where if you would have told me one week ago that a, a thunderstorm was going to happen and it was going to destroy every single fucking piece of equipment in my studio and that everything that i worked for and built over the past five years except for my fucking computer is done out of fucking nowhere out of fucking nowhere and then all of a sudden that just is what it is like yeah that shit happens that shit happened last week to me personally that shit happened to the entire world four months ago and if you're sitting here thinking right now that this shit is going to keep on going on until people just get tired of it we're past that point dude yeah. we are past that point if i this election could be the breaking point and it yeah, could I and kinda i think so too and it, it doesn't matter if trump wins you are going to see riots like you have never fucking seen you will if trump wins it will it will cause mayhem in this country if biden wins it might do the same thing. Yeah, I mean the the problem with the problem with like the way especially I've seen in like the past week or so is like there's been so many articles about like not even Trump saying he wouldn't leave the White House, but like a lot of democratic figureheads like it looks like strategically all came out this week and were like I'm worried if he loses, he's not going to leave and there's going to be trouble. Mm -hmm. And like, I've seen that article from a different person come out every day, almost like they're setting up for him to win again. Yeah. <laughs> or like they're setting up for like, I don't even know. I don't know. It, it just seems like some weird PR groundwork that is being laid out right now. It's weird because I wonder. I, it's like hard to decipher or like, I don't even know. It's hard to think about, to be honest. I, I don't feel like okay so like with joe biden for instance this is probably the weirdest election of all time at least in my lifetime and probably most people's lifetime is that like he like it's crazy to me that like i always think it's like some kind of weird conspiracy theory when people are like remember like back in the 2016 election people were saying like hillary clinton was like fainting and shit and like she had a body double do something yeah. and it was like okay whatever but with Joe Biden, it's like, dude, this guy is actually not all the way there. Yeah. Like, he's not all and the way it's there. it's like, he keeps, like, ducking out of, like, different appearances and interviews from his house. Like, he should be stuck at his house, and he, for some reason, can't mm -hmm. have a call or a video FaceTime or whatever. I don't even know. And that is a real campaign strategy. And here's the thing. Um, the most recent Baltimore County election for governorship, Johnny Olszewski won by a very small majority over the Republican candidate, Al Redner. Johnny O didn't do any, really any campaigning whatsoever because Al Redmer had a certain amount of clout that a lot of Republicans didn't really have. Baltimore County is a majority Democrat jurisdiction. And so his campaign strategy was to basically just be the Democratic candidate and not give the Republicans a platform. Yeah. That, but that's a legitimate strategy. It's like if there's two people that are like equally vying for a position, they have equal advantage, then yeah, they're going to debate each other and campaign hard and do all You didn't see really any shit like that. Like Johnny O just kind of like, he was like, look, I'm just going to coast because the more I talk about it, the more he gets to talk about it. Yeah, and, it's just the more ammo yes. you're giving your opponent. And I think that um, this election cycle i think the democrats understand that they have a candidate that is not viable at all and i think everyone understands that everyone gets that 
and including Democrats, including base people, party establishment. And I really do think that their plan is to and, and this is this this might verge on conspiracy, but I don't think it's a conspiracy. I think that a lot of this um unrest and a lot of the things that we're doing in this country with uh the policies and shit like that and and, and like you know the way we handle the virus and things like that i think that the strategy on the democratic side may be and if you're a political party it's not a it's not a bad strategy it's just dangerous but it could work is basically the shittier we the shittier position people are in at the time of the election the more likely they are to vote against the people in power. True. And so it's a very real thought in my mind that it could be like when you see all the shit happening and how it's being stoked and constantly just pushed and, and like just this just anger and people are so pissed off and then they open it and close again and fucking like do this and the other thing it's like people are so mad and 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 I don't think I don't think Biden I think when the time comes I don't think Biden's going to debate yeah, I don't he's know. certainly not going to debate I on think, a public stage. I think they're going to have to at least do one pre-recorded debate, like not do it live. I think they'll do the first one pre-recorded, and then after that, depending on what stage of reopening we are, mm-hmm. I think there's going to be some sort of excuse. Yes. Yeah. Because that's because I think they understand that because he, he they can't just leave him out of it completely just because that would be. It would be too much to ask the American people to understand that because literally for every other presidential election, there's been like fucking like 20 debates leading up to it, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. But it's going to be weird. Let me tell you something, dude. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't. I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to pull that card just like my fucking apartment building tried to pull the card if we're not going to open the pool because of this is our excuse and everyone knows like well that's not a good excuse but we're in this time in this country where like you can kind of get away with that a little bit you could also get away with you could get away with doing that you could get away with saying like this other side is so bad like we're not even gonna give him a platform we're not gonna give him a platform it's like there's so many tactics that could happen and if you, if i'm the person running biden's campaign that's what I'm thinking because there's no fucking way I'm going to put that man on a stage with Donald Trump who can't even fucking who can't even form a sentence properly in a fucking recorded interview. It's insane. It's literally insane. And like I was driving around the other day and I was like, I know everybody hates like everybody hates Trump that I know at least. And like or like most people, but like if you drive around, you'll see like Trump signs. If you drive out of like the suburbs and you go out to like roll like you see a lot of support for Trump. I don't see, I haven't seen like any Biden lawn signs. I don't see any Biden bumper stickers unless it's an old you like Obama Biden one. Yeah. Or whatever. Like, <laughs> does, like it's so or weird because six, it's like, who the fuck is like, his, the literal entire campaign is just, I'm not Trump. And it was like, it, 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 it's getting to that point now where it's like, they might really try and run with that. Yeah. I mean, that's been their whole tactic ever since he won the first time every single person who ran for the nominee was like we like i am not trump we just need to get him out and that's that yeah but for me pete kamala klobuchar (laughs) (laughs) it's uh i this this election dude i think uh first of all if trump wins it's gonna some shit's gonna fucking happen there's no fucking way if he wins that 
people are not going to go berserk. Yeah. Berserk. The, the only thing is, like, I don't know. We're in a weird situation now because, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be the same response to him winning as we've seen from police brutality stuff, though. But it's like, all... I don't know if it's the same. Dude, it's all one thing, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, like from, from you see how this movement starts, and the movement starts based off of this incident that happens, and they talk about other incidents that happen with police brutality. But very quickly, the... Very quickly, you see how... The protests went from okay. They it, it's always it's always like that's why I said like there are elements of the movement that I support and there are elements of the movement that I don't support is because I support the premise or not necessarily a premise but like I support I understand and believe that the reason that you were angry in that situation is justified. However, as that movement expands, it starts to become all encompassing, and once it becomes all encompassing, then it's no longer. It, let's be honest, dude. The movement now is no longer just about police brutality. It started that way, but it's no longer about that. It's about, like what Scott was saying, and it's interesting to talk to somebody who's out there and lives out there, and I haven't talked to him in a while, and just hear like his experiences with it and seeing how he's thinking about it. And he's talking about the kind of shit that I'm talking about, I guess, from the other end. But like, for so many people, this is so much bigger than just the police at this point. Hmm. I think that the movement as a whole is so much bigger than just the police. Like, yes, that was well, the it's like, I mean, I catalyst. hate to use this analogy, but it's kind of like a bunch of uh, those little sucker fish that are that like cling onto a bigger fish. Mm -hmm. And like the bigger fish is the police brutality uh, stuff that we've, you know, been going through as a country for the last probably 100 years yes <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but like but once that starts moving and starts picking up steam all the other movements latch on and kind of take some of the momentum away from it yeah so then they can move their cause a little bit further mm -hmm. and then once they're powered up a little bit they'll try to hang a left and be like all right now it's just us but then they they lose that momentum yeah. because it's not the big fish yeah they hide they basically you're right. The, the soccer fish thing and like like it's they they call it co-opting and also a easier way to think of it is like it's hijacked. It starts off as this thing that pretty much everyone it's called basically like uh and the word the word that I learned recently is called semantic overload. And basically what that means is when you have a when you have a term for instance like okay, I'll use the example for Black Lives Matter. That's a good. That's a good term because the, the 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 concept of Black Lives Matter is an easy thing. Like, do you believe Black Lives Matter? Y yes, I do. And uh, you know, and then the next step would be okay. So if you believe Black Lives Matter, then you understand that police brutality exists and these things happen. I'm like, okay, sure. But once that movement starts to take on, once that move, once the other things start to kind of engorge themselves and take and latch onto that movement. Then all of a sudden, now Black Lives Matter isn't just police brutality. It's the American system. It's the legal system. It's the founding fathers. It's the Constitution. It's America as a whole. And now, if someone asks me, do you, do you support Black Lives Matter? 
And then I know in my head, I go, well, I, I supported like the original concept of it. Yes. But now that it's encompassing all this other stuff, I can't necessarily say I support all that. You know what I mean? So it's like, but if I don't say it, then it's like, well, then you, because it's like, it's basically like, well, if you don't say you support that, then that means you don't believe Black Lives Matter. But it's like, no, I do. I do believe that. I just don't believe all the other shit that's latched onto it. But I'm in a position now where well, I. It's like, it's like when the Congress or the Senate, they write like the We're Saving Children from Predators Act. Yes. It's like, we need to get this passed because the kids, they're predators out there. Yes. They're P R E Y praying, <laughs> not P R A Y praying. <laughs> and we need to get those switched. <laughs> but, uh, and then also in the, in the, you know, sub the, the bylines of this bill, um, you're actually enacting martial law across all of America. Uh, and we're letting exactly. uh, tracers go onto everyone's cars, cell phones, and putting GPS trackers into exactly. their earlobes. Exactly. And, <laughs> and what happens... But it's for the kids. And, it, dude, perfect fucking analogy, because what happens when then you get on the debate stage and people go, and uh, candidate Johnson... You voted against yeah, the you voted Save the Kids <laughs> Act? <laughs> He's like, well... And then the whole crowd's like, oh, my God. And all the candidates are like... You hate kids. You hate, you hate kids. kids. He's like, and well, he's like, you know... Well, the, if yeah, you, it actually... Uh, this law actually... It's called the Save the Kids Act. It lowers the age of consent to three months for some reason. I, why is that in there? I'm not sure, but I, I can't. I can't sign it. Dude. Like, so I guess what we've heard from the representative from Montana is that he hates kids. <laughs> all right, let's call a vote. All in favor? All right, 41 to 1. <laughs> I have a question for you, dude. Well, the protests that you saw walking by the other night, did you get a good look at them? Uh... Not really. It was kind of dark, and my street's kind of dark. When I turn on the news, and, I, and I'll see like footage, and I'll watch it from either side. Any side, I'll just turn on independent I mean, shit and stuff like that. If what you're asking is, was there a lot of white people there? Yes. Okay. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And that's what I'm talking about co-opting. Is because There's of also like a protest in Hamden. So yeah, like, sure. But even like, even like when you see shit going down in LA and across the country, like you go to fucking like uh, Seattle where they had the fucking Chaz country thing or whatever, and then you go to Portland and see all that shit, and it's like... This movement started because of police brutality and, you know, it was a black issue. And then you see a lot of black people come out. And then what instantly happens is it gets co-opted, hijacked by this group of people who they don't necessarily like. Yeah, like they can these all these fucking like like fucking anarchist fucking people that are throwing bricks through windows and shit like that. Like, yes, that's a good like thing to latch on to because there's a movement being developed. But then all of a sudden after two months of protests, you start to look around. and You're like, wait a second. Where's all the. Where's all like the inner city black people in this protest right now? Where do they go? Yeah. They're back at their fucking neighborhoods dealing with the shit still. Yeah. And now it's become this yeah, thing you, where a whole bunch you're of. You're smashing windows and yeah. they didn't arrest you, but they saw the black guy behind you yeah. and took him in. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, okay, so now it's clear to me that this movement has, it's not, they, they get, they're getting away with doing what they're doing now because it's, they're, it's still under the guise that this is what they're funding. But I'm telling you, it's fucking in the way. From what I can see, it's not. It's an all-encompassing thing. That's why they're going around tearing down statues of Christopher Columbus. What the fuck does Christopher Columbus have to do with George Floyd in Minnesota? It has nothing to do with it unless you make that bridge to say that police brutality is a result of this next thing. And this next thing is that the system as a whole is fucked up. And the next thing from that is if the system as a whole is fucked up, then we need to be down with the system. We have to tear down the people. We have to eliminate the people that built this system. And all those other things get latched on this movement. And that's been going on. It's been going on. People have been hating Trump. They've been hating shit like that since 
a year before he was elected, and this lit that fucking fire. And I guarantee you, for better or for worse, if he's elected, it will be the fucking spark at the gas station, dude. Because yeah. if people find out that they have another, if the people that fucking hate him and the people that are looking at this opportunity for change and then and then it doesn't change, dude, I, I I'm not you gonna make what? a weather forecast, but I'm telling you, I. I wouldn't be surprised. You know what? I just turned on the news station. They're calling for a hot girl bummer. <laughs> and folks, that's this week's episode of Live from the Studio. Uh, yes. Catch yes. us on fucking social media at Eric Glazer, at Jimmy Seleski, at LFTS Podcast on everything. Mm-hmm. You got some dates coming up, Jim? Yeah. Catch me at the Valley Inn this Friday, July 31st. I will be there from 5 to 9. That is in uh, Brooklynville, which is pretty much Lutherville, um, otherwise known as Hot Momville. If you're a hot mom, come to the Valley Inn because I'm sure you'll already be there. Uh, that's five to nine. I'll be playing solo. And then Looney's Perry Hall on Sunday, Jul- August 2nd. Sorry, Sunday, August 2nd. I'll be at Looney's Perry Hall from three to seven for a little duo action. Always a fun time there. Uh, great time. We play it on the patio. I've had fun every time. Uh, at Jimmy Celeste on everything, my schedule, my post, my little Instagram post I made this week for my schedule, I got like 50-something likes, and I was like, ooh. Hell yeah. So that was tight. But yeah, um, other than that, you got anything still? Yeah, so I might have one thing coming up uh, on September 5th. I don't even know what day that is. Let's take a look at the calendar. Uh, it looks like it's a Saturday, September 5th, the week before our bachelor party weekend, I believe. That's Labor Day weekend, I believe. Um, Say so yeah, Labor Day weekend, September 5th, I will be in the parking lot of Poppies in Hamden, and uh, nice. Mike Quinlan is going to be putting on a show of mostly Hamden comedians at Poppies. Really? So, yeah, come on through to that. It's going to be all outside. Uh, they have outside seating set up in their parking lot. And then I think he was saying, we're going to be like at the bottom in the alley doing comedy. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. That should be fun. Get to see me shake some rust off. Yeah. Um, see you break a leg out there. So yeah, September 5th, come on out. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. LFTS podcast and everything. Uh, stick with us, man. We're going to get it figured out. Yeah. We always do. We'll catch you guys next week. Peace. Peace.